and welcome to a very, very, very special episode of Prospects After Dark. It's very special tonight because we have a NL Central Division champion, St. Louis Cardinals, to celebrate. Welcome, everyone, into my humble, humble abode. Uh, I'm really excited about tonight. I'm really excited about the next couple weeks. And uh, let's let's do it. You know, uh, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of questions about rosters and matchups and who goes when and who goes with the team and who's out. Uh, but let's take a second to really, 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 to Drake Man, Quinn, uh, Hex, everyone, let's take a second to get really excited. Let's salute the same. By the way, tonight I'm drinking out of a Stanley Cup mug uh, to celebrate the banner being raised at Scott Trade on Wednesday night, uh, Enterprise, rather, on Wednesday night. Uh, 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 caramel apple sangria that Ashley made uh, out of a, car, a, blue, a blue Stanley Cup mug. So, to the Blues, but more importantly to the Cardinals, who are the National League Central Division champions for 2019, we raise our glass. The mug came from my brother Scott, who is a hero. He's a legend, I tell you. He's a legend, I tell you. Okay, so let's see. What do we got? Uh, about time, nine minutes late, pathetic. I know I'm the worst. Uh, drunk from Nebraska, let's do it, Kyle. Go Birds, that's right. Hex says, all I have is some room temp Coors Light and it tastes like victory. Yeah, the sweet taste of all kinds of booze is the sweet taste of victory, family. A very stupid man says, can we go ahead and confirm that Jack has the biggest ween on this team? We talked about dick size last week a lot. Uh, you know, I kind of went back and forth between Matt Carpenter, maybe Goldschmidt. But after that performance again today, uh, the performance in the second half, and also looking at his lovely girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, yeah, that guy's got a huge dick, no, no doubt about it. Uh, such a dope mug, it really is. Uh, a playoffs, what it do, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, March Hayden says Cardinals 91 and 71 sounds about right in March. Yeah, you know when when the Cardinals traded for Paul Goldschmidt, I felt really confident that it was like an 88 floor uh, win team. I always thought somewhere between 88 and 92 wins. Uh, but you know what? The second half is amazing. I think that's more indicative of the club and what they're capable of than what we saw in the first half. I, they're more the April team than they are the May team. Uh, they struggled a little bit this last week scoring runs, but I think that I don't. I think that's in the past. You know, today was a, a it was an amazing, amazing offensive output. I think we're going to see more of that uh, as opposed to what we saw maybe earlier in the week with uh, with offensive struggles. Uh, Adam Van Grek says, "Happy NL Central Division Day, Kyle and Pad family." Uh, that's right, I agree. Uh, Tony uh, Forcelito says, "Birds." That's where that's what we're talking about. Whitewater Attorney also says, "McCallum's flowing here." So. Uh, Ryan, STL Sports, sent me a 15-year McAllen uh, double oaked. Uh, I've got a little bit in here we're going to celebrate. So to my friend Ryan, who got me the bottle of booze, again, to all of you, the pad people, it's a pleasure to celebrate an NL Central, NL Central victory uh, via the St. Louis Cardinals with all of you. So we raise our glass and salute you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh says, Kyle, that's right. I called 90 from JT, uh, J the... JT the Frank or whatever the hell that is. Hello, Kendra. How are you? NL Champs and Gould saving lives. Yeah, so I guess that's what our next big toast is going to be. Let's get the really expensive stuff back out and let's cheers to Derek Gould, who uh, it was reported helped revive a member of a camera crew, uh, gave him CPR until emergency medical staff could report and save him. So to Derek Gould, who is a great beat writer and also a, a, a lifesaver, an actual true lifesaver, we raise our glass to Derek Gould. That McCallan is unreal. 
Uh, ex-girlfriend, did I miss something? I, did I say ex-girlfriend? No, no, I, I meant my girlfriend, Ashley. No, no, no. My girlfriend, Ashley, she's the one uh, responsible for this amazing concoction. It's a caramel apple sangria. It's got vodka and sangria and uh, uh, some other stuff in it. Uh, and uh, this is the mug from my brother, Scott. So pretty awesome stuff. Mm. Dregman says, Tyler O'Neill taking his shirt off was the best video I've seen today. Yeah, you know, it's awesome to see him celebrate. Uh, between... O'Neal ripping his shirt off and then wearing it as like a half shirt tie-in, a uh, Bader dropping the S-bomb almost, whatever it was that Jose Martinez said, uh, you know, just great interviews, great atmosphere. I know people got fired up by the Schilt speech. Uh, it, was, it was just a really, really great day and a really awesome moment. And to be honest, those moments are made a little bit better, even though it was stressful, because it was the end of the season, game 162, having to lock it down. How nice is it that they don't have to play a tiebreaker game tomorrow? And how nice is it they don't have to play a wild card game on Tuesday? Uh, man, it's just, that was such a big win. And for it to happen on the last game of the season was pretty dope. Uh, predict Edmonds 2020 slash line right now or else from Josh. I'll say 275, 330, uh, right at 400, something like that. And 500 at bats playing 17 different positions. Uh, I called 90 wins from Jay Frake the Tank. Uh, I want all of everyone's slander back. I have a long drive. Entertain me, Kyle. Forever Cards, I will do everything I can to entertain you and everyone else in the audience. Uh, ben Saruti, our good friend Ben Saruti from uh, uh, Birds on the Black, he says, Woo! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, Victoria, all I got is coffee. I'll ha it'll have to do. Coffee is a great choice for prospects after dark. Hopefully, I can get some osmosis coffee through you and uh, help me boost my energy because I'm, I'm running a little low tonight. Hopefully, we can keep going. But keep drinking that coffee. That's good stuff. Am I going to game three? As of right now, I am not. Uh, my brother, Scott, who has a little bit of cash flow, he has a tendency to say, hey, let's go to games. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening. I don't think it will. More than likely, I'll be posted up in my apartment or somewhere else uh, watching it, uh, just like all the rest of the games in the series. How do you evaluate the chances for a deep postseason run? From uh, this is a good question from Hunter Doughty. How do I evaluate the chances? I don't think that they're the, the highest chances of any of the teams. I, like, so they're not the Astros, right? They're probably not the Yankees uh, in the National League. They're probably not as talented as the Braves. It doesn't mean they can't beat the Braves. They have a they have an offensive philosophy that's tough against the the Nationals. I like that. Uh, if, the Nationals get by the Brewers, and that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, you know, they're not as good or talented as the Dodgers, but the Dodgers kind of limped into the playoffs. Anything could happen there. Uh, I guess my answer is, sure, on paper, they might not be as talented as some other teams, but I think it's I think it's a playoffs, and anything could happen. You know, I know a lot of people say, you know, you look at the 2011 or 2006 Cardinals teams that won the World Series. Those are different situations. 2011 was a really talented roster that got super healthy. Uh, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I give them as good of a chance as anyone just based surely on the fact that if you get hot, you can win the thing. Uh, and also that they've got Jack Flaherty, who now is a complete wild card. And sure, he won't start game one, and that's a conversation we'll have here very soon, I'm sure. Uh, but they have Jack Flaherty, and they have some decent pitching, and they have a couple pitchers who pitch particularly well at home. Uh, so... Anything could happen. Uh, chances of a deep playoff run have as good of a chance as any, I guess, uh, in my opinion. And, I, you know, you guys know me. I'm not one to really drink the Kool-Aid. I just think it's the playoffs. They're in. They struggled a little bit. They won a big game there at 162 to catapult them into the playoffs, and they have a lot of talent. So anything could happen. Uh, 
BJ Dittman says, Oktoberfest going down smooth tonight. Cheers to Mike Schilt, Jack, and Edmund. To Oktoberfest, to booze drinking, celebrating in the St. Louis Cardinals. It's not easy to drink out of that thing. Early prediction for National League Division Series. Uh, you know, again, this is tough. So I'm big on the Cardinals. Of course, I'm a Cardinals fan. I will celebrate the Cardinals. I like I like the Braves. I think they're a super... The other division series, which I believe will be the Washington National versus the LA Dodgers, uh, I'll take the Dodgers. So th that's what we'll put up right now. Josh says, to be fair, we face terrible pitching today. I don't think we should expect nine runs per game in Atlanta. Yeah, but sometimes it's not about like... It's just about getting it going, right? Sometimes it's just about getting it going. Uh, I have your sexy ass on my TV screen. There we go. Yeah, Stu. My good friend Stu from Birds on the Black, who does the amazing... Uh, uh, wrap-ups, game wrap-ups, better than any other website you're going to find. Sorry, C70, I love you, babe. Iwanek, how about cheers to the Rockies? Yeah, uh, to both Trevor Story and that other guy with the extremely generic name that's basically a really, 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 really uh, generic name whose name I can't think of right now. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking it up. People have been throwing it at me nonstop. I can't think of what his name is. Uh, but anyways, to the Rockies, to Trevor Story and that other fella, I raised my glass. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Oh, God. Uh, well, we got a bunch of questions, guys. Sorry, I'm about 50 questions behind, so I promise we'll get to them all. Uh, God, Flaherty is so goddamn good. He really is, Austin Stone. Cheers to Colorado. Jack, what's up? Jack and a bunch of numbers. Uh, Drunk Stu. Woo, yeah, Drunk Stu. Our good friend Stu is hammered. Uh, Mo Sports Fan Jake. Uh, God bless Hillary and Sto uh, Hiller, Hilliard. Hilliard, that's the other one. Uh, God bless Hilliard and Story and Gould. Absolutely. We big cheers to all three of them. Does Michaelis get game one? So this is where it gets really interesting, right? And this is where I'm stuck. Uh, Michaelis and Wayno are really good at home. And it's tough for me to, like, pitch Hudson game one. I think if you're trying to overthink the scenario, you definitely do Wayno game three, Michaelis game four, and start Hudson game one. I have two little areas where my brain keeps kicking back and forth about what happens game one. It's hard to give a rookie the game one postseason start. But there's something about Dakota Hudson and his ability to keep the ball on the ground in Atlanta that really intrigues me. Now, that being said, don't be surprised if somehow Adam Wainwright finds his way into starting game one. Like, that's the most Adam Wainwright move ever. Sure, you're great at home. Uh, you're great for game three. But somehow he's going to end up starting game one or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Michaelis. If it's me, and I'm probably overthinking it here, I'm going Dakota Hudson, knowing that I have a very good chance at least of splitting. Uh, and, and that's my thought. Especially, like, I have more faith in Wayno going a little bit longer at home and Michaelis going a little bit longer at home. And I don't have as much of a concern about getting into the bullpen at game one if you have to get into the, goal, the bullpen to get Hudson out of there. Uh, let's see. Uh, has Edmund solidified a spot in the starting lineup for next year? Yeah, it just depends on how it all goes. You know, I have a belief that Mr. Carpenter will be given every chance to lock down the starting third base job, just like Dexter Fowler had a chance to lock down an outfield job this season. Uh, and then whatever happens, happens. They could get really creative with Edmund. We've talked about this. He could, he could, everyone's talking about it now. He could be the Zobris type, where he's getting five starts a week at five different positions. Uh, I think that there's a chance, depending on what happens with Marcelo Zuna and his potential replacement, that you see Tommy Edmonds starting in left field on opening day. Uh, has he deserved... What he's deserved is a chance to play as frequently as you can get him in the lineup uh, with the chance of being an everyday third baseman if things fall apart with Matt Carpenter. Uh, where's the series... 
won in this Atlanta series on offense. Thus, again, I think it's going to come down to starting pitching. Look, the playoffs always seem to come down to starting pitching, not offense, right? Like, the pitching wins championships. Defense wins championships. Cardinals won in 06 because Detroit pitchers couldn't field bunts. Uh, their, their defense was terrible. The, the teams that do the fundamentals better end up winning the playoffs, uh, winning in the important series. So that's where it always comes down to. And I think sometimes we overanalyze series uh, and, and think that it's, oh, it's going to be the bullpen, the back end of the bullpen. Well, just get the guys out, you know, uh, get hits, but don't make mistakes. The team that makes the fewest mistakes usually wins these series. Uh, is Edmund this good or will there be a drop off this postseason and next year? Look, I just always have the assumption uh, that everyone who is flying rocket high uh, any rookie that's flying as rocket high as Tommy Edmond is, that eventually there's going to be some type of leveling out. Again, I don't think Tommy Edmond is a consistent 300 hitter. I'm not beating up on him, but he's, again, we talk about weighted runs created, a WRC plus. He's a 100 to 110 WRC plus guy who can reach 115 if given the proper usage. Uh, I don't think he is as good as we've seen, although he has been as good as he's displayed, of course. I just uh, I don't think that that's going to be consistent. He's been out of this world. I mean, you're talking about a guy who has the potential to be an all-star. If he keeps playing like this, uh, that's just so unlikely. It doesn't mean it can't happen. But if I'm hedging, that's the direction I'm going. Again, not to diminish Tommy Edmond. I've always said, it's something we've said consistently on Prospects After Dark, that Tommy Edmond is going to be a very, very important part of the Cardinals roster moving forward because of what he can do and how he can do it. Uh, again, I, what that looks like, yeah, I think I think he can be an everyday five to seven start per week player uh, deployed properly. Uh, we need Neon Sleeve Ozuna. I agree. I love Marcel Ozuna in that Neon Sleeve. Tower Grove South, yo, from 99STL. Hey, to the Tower Grove South neighborhood, we raise our glass. Not too far away from me. I live in the Central West End, and I love the Tower Grove South neighborhood. What's up, fam? Uh, Goldie finally cutting loose, and Ozuna saying thanks to the team. Yeah, I, uh, I love the Goldie Ozuna thing, and I hope it keeps up. Uh, it was nice to see Goldie come through. He had kind of a rough week uh, coming through uh, in the clutch. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's something that keeps up. Uh, they need it. They, they need Ozuna and they need Goldie. Uh, what's up, Ryan? How are you? Thoughts on David Ross as the next Cub manager? I don't believe it's going to be David Ross. Look, I, Theo Epstein, I know he loves David Ross. I know he respects David Ross. The, the rumor right now, right, is that the Cubs are looking for a disciplinarian. I think, I think if you hire David Ross, you're making a huge mistake. Like, this isn't Aaron Boone. It, it's not Brad Ausmus. It's David Ross. Like, he's more a character than he is a coach or mine. You know, I think a lot of people are going to link Joe Girardi to the Cubs. I think that makes a lot of sense. But, you know, I think more than likely if Theo Epstein is still running the train, if he's still the train conductor there, I think he's going to find his guy. And I would imagine it's going to be something a little bit more new age than David Ross or Joe Girardi. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, does Schilt get laid tonight? Yeah, hopefully. So I was thinking about this, right? And uh, other than Mrs. Hicks and Mrs. Helsley and uh, the the parents of the people who follow Prospects After Dark, I hope all of the moms on the team allow Schilt to get after him. I think that that would be an amazing, amazing experience for Mr. Schilt. Yeah, I or he goes down to like South Broadway and just gets after it. Yeah, I, he deserves to get laid. And honestly, if Mike Schilt comes over here, we'll work something out. Eric Hosmer, that's right, Ryan. Uh, how do we think Bader is going to do in the postseason? I think what's going to end up happening is Colton Wong's going to come back. Matt Carpenter is going to play third. Edmund's going to play right field. 
and Bader's going to be a defensive replacement, uh, depending on the matchups, of course. Uh, maybe not against Max Freed. You'll see Bader starting. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine in that role as long as that's the role that they decide to use him in. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Mo Sports fan Jake, God bless Hilliard and Story. I screamed last night at Bush. It was awesome. Ashley and I left already, but that was an awesome, awesome moment. Uh, 518 card fan, all right, down to business, postseason roster. So, you know, so we all know, like, who the starters are going to be. We know Colton Wong is more than likely going to be a part of that. So what you're talking about is who's on the back end of the bullpen, uh, especially now that Michael Waka isn't going to be ready until the league championship series. I believe I read that somewhere. Uh, and what does the bench look like, right? So in my scenario, Wong's playing second, Carpenter's playing third, and Edmonds in right field, which means Bader and Weeders are your surefire bench bats. Uh, in the bullpen, I had to write it down. In the bullpen, you have Gallegos, uh, Carlos Martinez, Andrew Miller, and Tyler Webb as guarantees. I think after that, you're talking about Gant and Brevia as guarantees. And then it's what happens next. It gives you three bench or, uh, bullpen spots between Junior Fernandez, Ryan Helsley, Henesis Cabrera, Mike Myers, Dominic Leon, and Daniel Ponce de Leon. I would believe that if I was in that position, I'd take Junior, Helsley, and Henesis uh, and figure it out from there. The bench is a different story. You know, if you're talking about having three bench spots at that point with Weeders and Bader, uh, I'm taking J-Mart, uh, I'm taking Randy Rosarena, and I'm probably taking Tyler O'Neill as well, leaving Munoz off, leaving Ravelo off, and leaving Kisner off. But Kisner's the one interesting thing, right? Because Matt Weeders, as a switch hitter, gives the Cardinals an opportunity to get creative if they decide to bring Kisner along. So uh, that's a long way of saying I don't know what the hell happens after those starters. Fisher has just finished the final Bombs Away uh, update in time for Pad. That's awesome. To Ryan Fisher, we raise our glass. Bombs Away is the best. Uh, uh, keeping Secrets says Jack Flaherty is the best Cardinal pitcher since uh, he's put together the best season since Jaime a couple years ago. He's the best pitcher uh, probably since vintage Adam Wainwright. Uh, any thoughts on who would be the Pirates' new GM? I have no thoughts. You know, the GM world is a completely different world to me. I'm not as dialed in with executives uh, as I would like to be. I think more than likely it's somebody that is in the A system. Maybe Dan Kantrovitz. That'd be interesting. Uh, get him back in the NL Central. That'd be that'd be an interesting thing. Dan Kantrovitz could probably do the role pretty well. Uh, I, I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. Maybe Sig Madoff comes from Baltimore or something like that. Something like that. But I really don't know who the front runners would be. Uh, D. Miller to first day on Periscope. Hey, D. Miller, what's up? 99 SCL says Vader Bader going to show up in post. Yeah, probably. Look, and that's the thing. is like defense plays such an important role, obviously, in the regular season. But it always comes to fruition in the postseason. And that's why having Harrison Bader on the postseason roster is so import important. Uh, B.J. Dittman says, any use what matchup statistics look like against Braves feel like they were head-to-head? -head? I don't think so. I... I think sometimes we overthink that. Just bring your best players, bring your best arms, bring your best bats. Don't worry about matchups. And, you know, the other thing is unless somebody is particularly good against Freddie Freeman or Nick Markikis, somebody with a long history against those two, I don't think you invest too much. That's a really young team, uh, uh, a really young and talented team that any sample size you're talking about is going to be very small. Uh, my cousin, Charlie, a la Moses. To my cousin, Charlie, and my kickball people, I raise my glass. Again, that's Caramel Apple Sangria, as made by the lovely and talented Ashley Crow. Uh, Hudson, game one. Again, that's the direction I would go in. I'm probably, I'd probably get the Cardinals down 0-1 doing it more than likely. But I just really like Michaelis and Wayno at home. And I, I believe that Dakota Hudson's ability to keep the ball on the ground could be a difference maker early in the series in that ballpark. 
Hey, Charlie's gonna be at game two in Atlanta. That's awesome. You'll get to see Flaherty, bud. Uh, you gotta get Ray's jersey off the plastic hanger. That's not gonna happen. Oh, yeah, you're right, I do. That's a great point, 99 SDL. Do you trust Schilt after what he pulled with Miller Gant overuse? I do not. I'm anxious to see where it goes. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. The Cardinals have a couple days off here. These are days off are huge. Uh, we'll see what happens. I do worry about the way he's using some of the bullpen in particular. I I'm going to back off. I'm going to back off. I'm not going to be that guy. I've been that guy enough. I I'm just going to wait and see. Uh, Mike Schilt, by driving this Cardinal club to 91 wins, I'm going to give him a little bit of room. I have my questions about the way the bullpens run. I think he sticks with his guys a little too long, but he gets the benefit of the doubt uh, starting today. Win game one somehow, and you're feeling pretty good about game two. Exactly. Uh, let's see. The question was butchered. Met any idea what stats look like head-to-head -head with them? I don't know. Uh, how worried are you about the bullpen? Can't help but still wince at the trade deadline nothingness. Yeah, you know, the two issues for me at the trade deadline were starting pitchers, uh, and, again, I wasn't as worried about the bullpen. I wanted the Cardinals to continue to just bring in a million left-handers and hope for the best. But Tyler Webb has more than earned my respect. Uh, he should have earned your respect. He's definitely outkicked his coverage and his, like, potential, what I viewed his potential. So it's awesome that Tyler Webb is performing as well as he has, and he deserves a lot of credit for it, too. Uh, the issue here now, right, is Michael Waka. Well, we talked about the starting pitching. I, we were always on board with bringing in another starting pitcher. Jason Vargas, again, he, all he cost was a minor league, mid-20s catcher. Uh, something like that would have been amazing. And now with Waka hurt, like, first off, Waka gets hurt in a game that was really important that the Cardinals definitely could have used a win in, uh, extended their bullpen life. They needed another arm in some capacity, whatever that capacity is. And, you know, you get someone like Jason Vargas, maybe he would have ended up being a big bullpen piece in the postseason. Maybe not. Maybe he's nothing. Uh, but... You know, it definitely would have been nice to have had one more arm, whether it be for the bullpen or the rotation, uh, as an option as you moved into the postseason. Uh, Kyle, do you listen to The Morning After from Old St. Nick? Yes, I do listen to The Morning After. Uh, so somebody, uh, uh, Eric B., told me that the, Tim McKernan, it was brought up on Prospect, or it was brought up on his, uh, uh, the Tim McKernan show, his podcast, Prospects After Dark, was brought up. Uh, I don't, I can't get myself to listen to it. I, I have such strong love for Tim McKernan and Douglas Elvin Vaughn and Jimmy the Cat Hayes and Martin Kilcoin when he was on the morning grind, uh, Stedman, uh, producer Joe, uh, 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 the non-gay, Plowsy, uh, all of them, Iggy, like, I love that show with all my heart. Uh, Tim McKernan's been a big inspiration for me my entire life. I've been planning on emailing him to tell him that. Uh, but yeah, I, look, I love, I love the morning after. I love that show. And, uh, you know, if I tried to not be influenced by them, I couldn't do it because I am constantly, constantly influenced by what they do. Uh, it's a great show. And if you've never listened to The Morning After on 590, 7 to 10 o'clock, Monday through Friday, you definitely need to give it a listen. It's great baseball talk. Uh, now's the time to listen if you're a big baseball fan because they're going to have great baseball talk and they're also going to have bullshit talk. And if you like my show, you're going to love that show because it's way better than anything I could ever imagine doing. <laughs> Pardon me. With that in mind. We raise our glass to Mr. Jason Hicks, who is in the room, and we love him, and we miss him, and we got to see him standing there with Jordan and his lovely wife, uh, the godfather of Prospects After Dark, celebrating an NL Central Division champion. We raise our glass of McAllen 15 to Mr. Jason Hicks. I love you, buddy. I'm happy to have you here. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Sorry, we got, I'm 93 questions behind. I swear to God, I'm getting to it. Texas Leaker says... First time here for a live pad. Go Birds. Hey, Texas Leaguer. Welcome on. Sam Hilliard. That's right. Uh, he ended racism. That's right. Kyle, can't believe they pulled it off. Me either. Matt Thompson. My good friend Matt Thompson at Prospects Live. I'm going to raise this class too. 
Uh, check out Prospects Live this offseason. They're going to have amazing stuff leading into the draft, uh, uh, ranking teams, top 30. You're going to want to be a part of it. Uh, I want to get some pizza. Me too, man. Pizza sounds good. Uh, can someone please hurry up and give Colton Wong the Mr. Miyagi leg rub? Yeah, wax on, wax off, family. Hey, look, if he comes over here, I'll wax him on and wax him off. Uh, Luis Alisea, Luis Anton is here. What's up, Luis Anton? Uh, you got to give Hudson game one, I think so too. Hudson control is a concern. Yeah, but you know, so is Wayno's hanger, and so is Michaelis's hanger. So I go with Hudson because I like the fact he can keep the ball on the ground. Hi, right, Zach Gifford. Uh, pleasure to join the playoff pad. Would uh, cheer you, but my body has a case of the scaries. To Zach Gifford, who is back to writing a little bit here and there, wrote an amazing article about Adam Wainwright that gifted his magic on. Uh, look, our community is substantially, substantially better when Zach is involved in it, even if he can't write. So uh, to Zach Gifford, I raise my glass. Zach Gifford, you're my hero. Uh, let's see, one last time. Hi, Kyle from uh, Ala Moses. What's up? Uh, hello, Ashley. So when is Tommy Edmund pitching? My guess would be uh, he starts game one. In attendance for 162, not watching Pad and Stanley Cup game two. Great day. For my good friend, intern Maddie, I'm going to raise my glass to you. Uh, intern Maddie, we're about ready to raise a banner on Wednesday, bud. Uh, Tommy equals Eckstein. I think Tommy Edmonds, well, maybe, maybe. So I do this thing sometimes when you talk about someone like David Eckstein. I think he has more natural talent than Eckstein, but I wouldn't be surprised if when we look back on Tommy Edmonds' career, if it looks a lot like what David Eckstein's career looked like. Uh, when will Carlson get the call up next year? Look, I think one of two things happens. Dylan will either break camp with the big club or he'll get called up uh, in May-June time. Who gets traded first? Jag, Rosarena, or O'Neal? My guess would be it's Tyler O'Neal. I just think that he has the most practical use. Uh, he's going to get paid sooner than those other two, so the Cardinals have reason to move him. Uh, and I also think he, that he has the biggest market for any team that the Cardinals might try to move him. So that would be my guess, Drake Mann. Uh, our starting pitching and defense gives our Cardinals a real opportunity to make a deep run. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, David Poe. But in addition to that, like their ability to run the bases and throw pitch starting pitchers off and relief pitchers off by disrupting the bases, uh, by being disruptive on the bases, is a big thing too. Uh, any notable AFL performances from Cardinals prospects? The, the, the bottom line with the Cardinals prospects is the hitters aren't hitting. Uh, Montero's been terrible. Uh, Capel has been bad. Uh, Robertson hasn't been particularly good in limited duty. Ivan Herrera had a double the other night, and he's starting to hit a little bit. Uh, uh, Griffin Roberts has a weird thing that happens where he lets up a lot of singles and then, like, one double, and somehow he's let up three or four runs in an inning and then is pretty good every other inning. Uh, so he's had, like, two bad innings that have really hurt him in seven innings pitched, uh, but he's been striking guys out, which is good. And then the bullpen guys, Roel Ramirez, uh, Seth Elledge, and Cody Whiteley have all been unrunnable. Uh, they have not let up an earned run yet. So it's been a pretty weird AFL. Now, the other thing in the AFL is what you used to see when the AFL was a month after the regular season is it would take players some time to get adjusted. Uh, so what you would see is you would see hitters get off to a hot start because pitchers were getting back into the groove of things. With the AFL starting a couple weeks earlier, it seems like, just like they were hoping, that pitchers are a little bit more adapted, uh, uh, a little less rusty, and it's been interesting to see the league adjust to that. Uh, let's see. Alamosa, am I the only one worried about the bullpen? No, look, I think, look, I think there's reason to be worried about the bullpen, the offense, and the starting rotation. Uh, but I think every team has a reason to be both optimistic and pessimistic about all three facets, uh, all three major facets of their team going into the postseason. You know, other than like the Astros, 
I don't know if there's necessarily a team that could say, you know, I'm feeling extremely great about our chances. You know, that includes the, the, the Yankees. It includes the Dodgers. It includes the Nationals. Like, uh, it, it includes the Braves. I'm sure that they have some major concerns, too. I just think that, like, I'm not as concerned about it knowing that the Cardinals get four days of rest leading into their first postseason game. Again, it becomes, you know, and then you get you get more rest built in. You know, my issue is that on a night-in, night-out basis, the bullpen is overused and overtaxed, just like all bullpens are. But I think this extra rest, uh, you know, two games rest, three games rest, you know, like that extra rest, I think, changes the dynamic. You get extra rest for Gallegos, you get extra rest for Seamart. Uh, Gant has got a little bit of a break. Brebbia has got a little bit of a break now. Miller gets a little bit of a break. I like that they get a break, and I think that that helps some of my concerns about the bullpen long-term, and playoff term, I guess. Do you think Wong is ready to go to Atlanta? Uh, look, I don't. I have I have this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach that Colton Wong is hurt. He's not ready to play, and I think he's going to play anyways. Uh, I just hope he's smart about it. I hope he communicates how he's feeling. Honestly, like, look, any competitor, and Colton Wong's a competitor. He's a, a spirited a competitor wants to play through this and fight through this stuff. I just don't want him to hurt himself long term. That's my major concern. That's what I'm hoping he avoids. But the Cardinals are better off with him in the lineup, probably even at 75%. Uh, as long as he can't do long term sustained damage to himself, then if he's ready to go, he's ready to go and I'm here for it. I just don't want long term damage. Uh, we'll, we'll wait and find out. Uh, you think Madden ends up in San Diego from Iowa Neck? I, I don't know how he goes anywhere else. Uh, the only way I think he goes anywhere else is if he goes to the New York Mets. The Mets give Madden a bunch of money because, honestly, like of all those jobs, I mean, long-term, probably the Padres, but the Mets with the pitching, it'd be hard for me as a manager to pass up on a team that has the pitching that the Mets have. Uh, does O'Neill or Roz get a spot on the playoff roster? Who would you pick? Uh, to be honest with you, oh, God, come on. My stupid thing's acting stupid. Hold on. Uh, cancel. Uh, uh, who would I pick on the playoff roster? Look, I'd bring O'Neal and Arosa Reyna. Uh, my, my, my bench, because you have Edmund, uh, who is... Come on. Oh, come on, man. Cancel. Why won't it... It won't show me the questions. Swipe down and stop. Uh, well, you guys won't show me the questions. Well, that's stupid. Um... So I would I bring Jmart I'd bring Weeders uh, I'd bring Randy and I'd bring O'Neill uh, and then who else would I bring What else did I say uh, And O'Neill I think you need it All right Here we go Sorry I don't know what happened there I lost It knocked me off the questions It always does that uh, Sorry guys Let me let me get all the way back up there uh, Let's see Helsley has to get a spot We saw All right Oh hey All right We're good We're back to We're back to We're back to the questions I apologize for that uh, I don't know what the hell I did I did something worse. The Braves are going to embarrass Andrew Miller. It could very well happen. I sure hope it doesn't. Uh, Madden will be in San Francisco. Yeah, you know what? I always forget that. I, I keep forgetting that San Francisco has an opening. That's going to be interesting to see. But I, I would expect him to go to either San Diego or San Francisco. Uh, let's see. What was up with Yachty's reaction to the hit by pitch? You know, I can't say. You know, he said he had some history with Hamels. Uh, I don't remember it. I'm sure everyone else does. Uh, <laughs> pardon me. I think there's a chance that it just could have been about riling the team up and getting them excited. Uh, does Schilt get laid tonight? Yeah, we're hoping, Good Life Sean. We're really hoping. We talked about it a little earlier. Uh, Sid Thugga says, uh, Cubs fan friend is saying it's Loretta. Uh, Mark Loretta would be interesting. I, I mean, I doubt it, but I, anything could happen. Look, manager jobs have gone in a weird direction. You know, Gabe Kapler got a job real quick. Uh, Rocco Baldelli got a job. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Mark Loretta ends up getting a job like that. 
Mark DeRosa, too. Didn't For a while, wasn't DeRosa uh, rumored to be involved in like potential coaching solutions? STL Cup of Joe is in here. I don't know how long he's been in here or whatever. But to our good friend STL Cup of Joe, who is nearing the end of his riding career, uh, who has an amazingly wonderful family. Uh, Joe, we are forever in debt to the work that you've done analyzing pitching, and not just analyzing pitching, but riding in general, and being a part of the Cardinals community, and also being a supportive part of the pad community. To you and your lovely wife, and that amazing little man of yours, Jaden, uh, the, the, the infant of Prospects After Dark, I raise my glass to you guys. Joe, I love you guys. You're awesome, man. Uh, Goldie relaxing with a nice glass of warm milk and an early bedtime. Yeah, Goldie's been in bed since 8. Uh, Mark DeRosa could be a fit for the cards uh, for the Cubs, I mean. Uh, there we go. Kip9595 says, could Madden go to the White Sox and steal a team from Renneria again? Oh, God, that poor guy. Uh, Rick Renneria would have, like, nightmares forever about Joe Madden. Intern Maddie says, O'Neal 100% got laid tonight. Yeah, probably by the, everyone on the team after he ripped his shirt off. Uh, I think the real question is, does Luke get laid tonight? Luke is absolutely getting laid tonight. Uh, John Kowalik says, Game 7 World Series, Tommy Pham walks off versus the Cardinals. Wow, can you imagine that? You know, I do hope Tommy Pham has a chance to have some pretty amazing postseason moments in his future. Uh, he deserves it. It's exciting. He's such an exciting player. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how he would write the storybook ending uh, to his postseason. Helsley has to get a spot from Texas Leaguer. I would agree with you. Uh, Alamosa says, is there seriously a chance Mayers makes the roster look? I don't think so. Mayers has been catching the uh, the first pitches a lot lately. Uh, so I don't think so. But, you know, I honestly, I don't know what to expect, Charlie. I don't know what to expect. And I'm just throwing it out there that he's on the roster of the regular season here in September and anything could happen. Uh, let's see. No Ponce makes me sad. Yeah, I don't think Ponce goes along, but uh, the, here's what's in the back of my mind about Daniel Ponce de Leon. Is he can go multiple innings, like three or four innings if you need him to. Now, you should need him to, and also if you're bringing somebody on that you can use three or four innings with the intent of using him three or four innings in the postseason, you're probably already playing from behind. Uh, but he can go, and with Michael Waka, definitely not a part of the NLDS. Anything could happen there, but I don't think Daniel Ponce de Leon is part of the roster. You think Cardinals would do a bullpen game? No, I don't think the Cardinals would do a bullpen game. Uh, wait, what's your infield-outfield breakdown? Sounds like too many outfielders. I, so the thing is, with Tommy Edmond, you don't, like, the too many outfielders thing changes. Because in my situation, Tommy Edmond is playing right in game one with Wong at second and uh, 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 Carpenter at third. So you can actually bring another outfielder, and that's why, that's why again, Weeders is a switch hitter you can get creative with. I'm bringing a Rosarena and O'Neal. You have to bring Weeders, and then that, that other spot, I believe, will be J-Mart. It could be Ravelo. It could be Kisner. The Cardinals could get super creative with Kisner. There is a reason to bring him along because of Weeders' ability to hit for both sides of the plate and still have a chance to have a backup catcher behind Yachty in case things get weird. Uh, they have options. I just think that that's the direction they go in because of what Tommy Edmond is capable of doing in both the infield and the outfield. Uh, here's my thought: Is I don't think Jairo Munoz has a spot on the postseason roster. He's the only option for an infield sub, and I don't think you just bring him because he's going to be an infield sub. That's pointless. You know, if you're bringing a guy on the off chance that everything goes to hell, then you're already operating from behind. Uh, heck yeah, fish. Madden to the Padres, book it. I like it. Uh, hey, VHS is here. To VHS, I raise my glass. And to my friend Tim Zorich, who is close friends with VHS, I, I raise my glass to you too, bud. 
David Post says, the Cardinals starting pitching and defense gives them a real opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Andres says, Andres, our good friend Andres says, Pirates GM sealed his fate with the Archer deal. Yeah, man, you don't get reactionary. Uh, Matt McQuaid fan says, why are people so upset with the Rosarena? I like O'Neal way more. It's what they can do. Like, I don't think, so here's the thing is, you know, this time last year, people were pretty obsessed with Tyler O'Neal. Uh, and also, like, it goes to show you that a lot of times we get very obsessed with the next nice thing is. You know, a lot, two years ago, we were fawning over Harrison Bader, and now half the people want to throw him to the wind, you know? Earlier in the year, everyone was freaking out about how good Oscar Mercado is, and while Oscar Mercado ended September really well, he ended up just being a league average player. We get excited about the new guys when they do well, we get super down on them when they're not doing well, uh, because that's what we do as fans, that's just part of the natural reaction of being fans. It's the wrong thing to do, but it's something that happens, and it happens frequently. People are high on a Rosarena because he has a lot of skill, and he's super talented, and he makes more contact than Tyler O'Neill does. Again, they're weapons. They're both weapons, and they both should have a spot on a postseason roster. Now, more than likely, again, a smarter man will make the lineup than me and Mike Schilt and, uh, and John Mazalock. More than likely, both of them won't be on the postseason roster, but I would bring them both, and I'd make it work. Uh, Josh says, Bader DeYoung and Wong are winning gold gloves. Again, I have no like I have no respect for the Gold Glove Award in general, so I don't particularly care. Uh, I'd like to see all three of them win a Fielding Bible Award. Uh, I think you could argue that Goldie might win a, a a Fielding Award in whatever capacity. But yeah, look, they deserve to be recognized for how good of defense they played. Uh, there are a lot of good defensive shortstops. There are a lot of good defensive second basemen. Uh, I wouldn't give Bader the 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 one in center field. I think he's good. I don't think he's. I think he had a down year as compared to last year. I know the stats don't necessarily reflect that. Uh, but he's fine. He's good. They're, they're a talented defensive club. Wong maybe starts game three. I wouldn't be surprised if Colton Wong is starting game one. Uh, intern Maddie says, Hudson, Flaherty, Wayno, and Michaelis. That's the way I do it, yeah. Uh, free Rainey in the playoffs, I would hope so, from uh, Mayo Zidone, number 15. Do the Brewers beat the Nationals? No. Uh, Giants should be trading Baumgartner. Should have traded Baumgartner. I agree. Uh, it probably would have been hard to pull off, but I agree. Forever Card says, seems like Schilt's best managing comes with their back against the wall. This team plays particularly well with their back against the wall, too. Cardinals fan 022 says, how long do you think the NLDS will go? I think the NLDS goes five games, and I think it's one on the back of Jack Flaherty. Uh, not a chance Scherzer and the Nats lose. I don't think so either. Look, you could the Nats could use Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg tomorrow and still be able to use Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg. Uh, pretty well uh, without impediment, if you know what I'm saying. Keeper says, yo, 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 yo. What's up, Keeper? Uh, let's see, Ethan. Uh, Klusner says, who will be the Cardinals MVP of the NLDS besides Flair? You know, if they're going to win, they need they need it to be Jack Flaherty. If not, I'm going to say Tommy Edmond. I'm going to say Tommy Edmond ends up igniting the fire and takes, the, they do exactly what they've been doing uh, for the last two months, thanks to the bat of Tommy Edmond. Jiggy says, I feel like the Nationals win the way the Brewers would win in a, is a bomb-off. Yeah, maybe. I think that's a good point, Jiggy. Drake Man says, which team underperforms the most this year in your, pin, in, in your opinion? Man, I don't know. You know, I thought the Rockies would have a better chance to win a wild card. Uh, but you never know with that ballpark and that team. I thought the Mets would be better than they were. I didn't think they were as good as they were in April to start the year, but I thought the Mets would be better than they would. They ended up being uh, the Red Sox. You know, those are the first teams that come to my mind. 
Uh, Cardinals division champs, let's go. That's right, that's right, only overs, that's right. Uh, did you win your kickball game today from Charlie? So we, uh, we played in some tournament that I actually didn't play. I just sat there because my back's been acting a little weird today. Uh, and they won the first game by forfeit and then lost the second game. Uh, let's see. Red Sox World Series hangover was real. It really was. Are you happy Kevin Wheeler got canned? I, look, I, I don't ever want to see anybody lose their job. I, people love Kevin Wheeler. He was a very, he's still very talented at what he does. I, you have to understand, like, I don't listen to 101. I am a 590 guy. I like Frank and Martin. I like the morning after. Uh, I like Charlie Marlowe. The afternoon show from 1 to 3 is terrible. Whatever's on with Hadley and TJ Moe, that is as bad as it gets. It's a shame, too, because Bob Ramsey's great. Uh, but I'm a 590 guy, so I never really listen to 101, unfortunately. Uh, but no, I'm not glad he got canned. He was an important voice that people liked and respected, and that's important in this market. Uh, so no, I'm not happy. I'd like to have that role. If I'm being completely honest, I'm super jealous that he gets to do what he does, uh, and I'd love to have that role. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm not happy he got canned. Uh, who's your cards MVP? Uh, Colton Wong. I, now, again, it's Jack Flaherty. But if I'm being, if I have to pick like a position player, to me it's either Tommy Edmond or Colton Wong because without one of the two getting hot and playing the way that they've played, the Cardinals aren't anywhere. Uh, uh, I stand by that. You know, Yachty got hurt and he was pretty bad before he got hurt, and then he's been great since he's been healthy. Uh, Goldie had a pretty respectable offensive output season. He was good defensively. Uh, Ozuna was streaky. DeYoung was streaky. I go, I go Colton Wong because of what he did defensively and what he did offensively when he was healthy, and also because we saw how this Cardinal team has played since Wong hurt that hammy, and it isn't nearly as inspired offensively or defensively uh, without a minute. So if it's not Jack, Jack Flaherty, it's Colton Wong. Uh, how pumped are we that we don't have to see Fox Sports Midwest camera angle for the playoffs? I'm pretty pumped up about that, yeah. Uh, T4 says, I miss Kevin Wheeler. See, that's what I'm talking about. Important voice in the, uh, the thing there. Okay, Michaelis looked great his last outing from Josh. He did look great his last outing, but if I'm not mistaken, just two outings ago, he looked pretty rough. Uh, welcome Gary Thomas Sr. to uh, per uh, Periscope. Hello, Gary Thomas Sr. Who played left field opening day in 2020? Again, to me, it's either going to be Dylan Carlson or it's going to be Tommy Edmond. That's just my total guess. Uh, let's get a Terry Fuller update. There is no update. The minor league season ended at the end of April. He had a tough... Uh, a turn in the New York Penn League after being really good in the Johnson City for Johnson City in the Appalachian League uh, for State College. He showed signs of being a really patient hitter who's really raw on the outfield but super athletic out there uh, who has a very, very pole swing that has a lot of work still to do. He's still only 20 years old. He'll probably be at Peoria next year. We'll have a better feel for exactly what or who Terry Fuller is at that point. Uh, let's see. From Buffalo, huge Cards fan, but happy for O'Reilly winning the Conn Smythe. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. To our friend, our friend from Buffalo, our new friend, uh, Mayo's Mayo Z Dune fifteen. I raise my glass to our new friend from Buffalo. O'Reilly deserved it. Uh, does Atlanta really have anything past Fulte and Soroka? I like Max Fried a lot. Uh, I think he's really talented. You know, people Julio Tehran is a very, very good pitcher. They've got some stuff, man. They've got some stuff. Josh says, if Carp is back, we're dangerous as fuck. Yeah, and you know, today was the first time we saw Carpenter turn on fastballs that were in on him with a quick swing. Normally, that's when he's at his slowest because he's reacting to them instead of just, like, he's moving with them instead of reacting to them. That was the best at-bats I've seen out of Matt Carpenter in a very, very long time today, and he's been pretty good lately. 
So uh, if he's back, things get really interesting. I see Wedley and Julio Rodriguez, and I want them in St. Louis. It'd be awesome, Drake. I would love to have uh, uh, Cody Whitley in St. Louis at some point next year. Prism2 says, uh, who can you see going on an offensive hot streak in the NLDS? Look, if, if Paul DeYoung gets a little bit of rest now, he's another wild card in all this, right? He played 700 straight games to end the year. If he gets a little bit of rest, Paul DeYoung or Marcelo Zuna are the two players that can ignite and roll and can carry offense. We've seen that happen before. Those are the two guys, especially because they're probably going to be in the middle of the lineup pretty much, uh, that if they get hot, the, the Cardinals are going to be tough to stop. Uh, these days off are going to really help the cards. I think so too, Sweaty Teddy. Uh, Ronnie Cox says Astros mega team is a product of tanking. Yeah, it's a well. So here's the thing: is like tanking isn't a sure thing. We're seeing it from the Cubs. Sure, they won a World Series. Well, we're seeing it. It's not always a sure thing. You have to do it right. It's taken San Diego quite a bit longer to get where they need to be. Uh, but you, their success is a product of smart signings, tanking, and also drafting right and like doing well in the international market and also trading for players that teams undervalued. So it's a combination of things. And yes, tanking helped get them to championships and do a super team quicker, but they did pretty well in every other facet from a front office standpoint. Uh, it's not just tanking. It's doing everything else right. Uh, not David Thomas says, glad we have Flaherty for game two and five, hoping normal rest for both actually benefit him overall. I think so too. Is Gann on the postseason roster, Kiefer? Yeah, I, I believe John Gann will be on the postseason roster. Uh, <laughs> I believe Brevia will be. And if it were up to me, again, Miller. So, again, I think the bullpen, total guess here. I think the bullpen is going to be Carlos Martinez, Giovanni Gallegos, Andrew Miller, Tyler Webb, and then Brevia and Gant. And then I think you're talking about Junior Fernandez, Ryan Helsley, and Hennessy Cabrera. That's how I would go. And then you can still have five bench bats at that point. Uh, what do you think the Cardinals do this offseason realistically from Prism 2? I think they try to trade some of their surplus outfield for, sur for pitching. Pitching depth, they need more pitching. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I, I really don't. Remember, the Cardinals have $160, $165, $170 million committed to next season's, post or next season's roster, which is about as much as they have committed to this year. Don't expect them to add salary without minusing salary. Uh, and they don't really have an, an avenue to minus salary. So it's going to be interesting. I, I think that more than likely you're just talking about incremental things unless they can move some of that outfield depth. Uh, I will not be applying for the Cubs job from Eric Thomas. You know, Eric, I think uh, you've talked me into it. I think I won't either. Uh, Colin Gardner, my good friend Colin Gardner, who I love and love and love and love. Uh, I raise my glass to you. Is the NLDS on Fox or TBS and which do you prefer? I don't know if it's on Fox or TBS, and I don't know which one I prefer. More than likely, I'll have the audio off, and I'll just be watching. So my only thought is, whichever one has the behind picture directly in the home plate camera angle, that's all I care about. I don't really have a preference. Uh, look, I like Joe Buck. I know a lot of people hate Joe Buck. I, I like Joe Buck, so if Joe Buck's on a call, I'm for it. Uh, other than that, I'll probably more than likely have the damn thing muted. I would have felt better about the bullpen if Ponce had more usage. I agree. It would have been nice to have seen what Daniel Ponce de Leon could have done if he was used the way that Gant was used, or Brebbia, or something like that down the stretch. Uh, where does Flaherty end up in the Cy Young? You know, I, what, did we, what do we hear? We heard fourth or fifth, more than likely. Uh, more than likely fourth or fifth. Uh, never a doubt. No Ravello. So, Adam Blackburn, this time, when we did pad uh, from my bed last Friday, it seemed like Ravello was the pinch-hitting option that was coming up frequently, while J-Mart wasn't. Well, in the last week, it seems like J-Mart is getting more of the pinch-hitting options. 
Uh, that's the other. That's the other area where it gets really weird, right? Like the Cardinals could go Ravelo uh, and then keep Jamar off, or they can go Ravelo and keep O'Neill or Rosarena off. Uh, he's a really interesting guy who takes really good at bats that Mike Schilt has shown trust in. I, for me, it, it's it come down to him or Jamart, and I take Jamart. I just think I think Jamart is just a little bit more dangerous. Now again, Jamart has struggled a little bit lately, although he's had a couple really really great at bats too that we're overlooking in the last week. Uh, but it come down to one of the two of them for me, and I just think that there is a clubhouse reason to take Jamart uh, as opposed to anything else. If you had to pick an NLCS MVP on cards, who would it be to lead them to a World Series? Who would it be? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. It's either Jack Flaherty or Paul Goldschmidt would be my guess. Uh, they, look, they need they need Goldschmidt to play like Paul Goldschmidt, and they need Marcelo Zuna to play like Marcelo Zuna, and they need Paul DeYoung to play like Paul DeYoung. That's my only thought about all this. And they need Dexter Fowler, and whether it be Edmund or Wong to get on base ahead of those three. Uh, Sid822 says, If I douse you in champagne, will you also tear your shirt in half? Uh, I would try to tear my shirt in half, and my hands would fall apart. Uh, they'd be on fire, and I'd start crying. Uh, and then I'd eat my shirt, more than likely, because it tastes like champagne. Uh, also, just tuning in, who all is in the bullpen from Adam Blackburn? Uh, I hope you heard it. I just went over it a second ago. Jay Frank, the tank, says over under 120 wins for Cubes uh, next year. If Matheny is manager, they'll win 160. Uh, Colin Gardner says, does anyone have the pick they took on the mound? Uh, I don't, but what a great picture. Uh, Matheny for Cubs manager, man, that'd be awesome. Uh, I could really get behind three years of watching the Cardinals beat up on Mike Matheny as the Cubs manager before they fire him. Uh, if Jaden is the infant of Pat, can Tex be the official pup of Pat? So, just like with Jaden, uh, who shares uh, uh, with the, the uh, uh, Steel's baby as the infant of Pad, uh, Tex can be the co-dog, the co-pup. Well, I guess Tex can officially be the pup of Prospects After Dark, Colin, because the dog of Prospects After Dark is Blog of Their Own's Dayton, who is my soul animal, who I love, like I actually have real love for, which I didn't, I mean, other than my brother Mike and Scott now, I didn't know I could have love. I just, I, that's, that's my thought. Uh, so yes, I, I guess Tex is officially the, the pup of Pad. Uh, DeRosa and Posada were rumored for Marlins job till Mattingly got extension. The only manager worse than Ned Yost was, I mean this, was Don Mattingly. Worse than Mike Matheny too. Uh, so good for the Marlins for extending him. Would you bring Cabrera to the postseason? I would. Does Potts get a spot? I don't think so. What if we kissed on top of the new Big Mac land sign? I'll kiss you, Jay Duda. Come on up. Uh, let's see. You think Dexter and center fielder and Bader to the bench? I do. Again, and then you talk about, like, if you have to take Hudson out at the fifth, you do a double switch, and then Bader's in center and Dexter moves to right. That's what I think. And then, of course, Edmund goes to third for Carpenter. Kisner getting a spot from uh, Tanner Perry. I do think there's a world where, depending on who you bring in the bowl, in, in the bench, you could get very, very clever uh, about bringing Andrew Kisner. And it's something that I would think about, and I think it might be the right move. But uh, I, I don't, I don't know if it'll happen. I just don't think it. Like I don't think it will. But there is a world where I could see it. Look, every one of the bench bats that we talked about, whether it be O'Neill or Ravelo or hold on, uh, O'Neill, Kisner, Ravelo, Randy, Jamart, Munoz, they all kind of have a spot. I just, I don't know how you make it work, and I don't think you can actually go wrong either. Uh, I like, I like the idea of bringing Weeders and Kisner because Weeders gives you a left-handed bat off the bench at that point that you will actually use. That's that's why I like bringing Kisner, uh, but I don't know what's going to happen. I took my girlfriend to the arch and kissed her between the legs. Jesus Christ, sweaty Teddy. I like it, though. Uh, hello, I'm just here to say that the Saints suck Cowboys uh, numero uno. That works for me. 
Uh, weird how much baseball is being discussed tonight. Yeah, uh, I know. Bro, are you ADD? I'm a lot of things, my friend. Also, April and I are going to game one. Good for you, Charlie. Game one and two. It's like Scott's bankrolling you. Uh, let's see. Bader didn't hit enough for a defensive award. Good answer, intern Maddie. Hopefully, Goldschmidt goes diamond again. Uh, and MLB the show. I don't know what that means, Drake man. I'm sorry. Uh, R.I.P. Cubs Dynasty. Put Ashley on. Ashley is in Illinois. Uh, the Anon the Poke says, take your freaking shirt off and I'll send tramps. Let's do it. Take your shirt off. Shirt's coming off. We got it. Woo! Yeah! Shirt's off. Uh, what scares you the most about Atlanta? Uh, the crime rate. Uh, the, the lighting situation. Traffic. Those are the things that scare me about Atlanta. Uh, imagine if they go on an April, July kind of run. That'd be amazing. They're going to be hard to stop if that's the case. Uh, their offense and Mike Soroka. Man, the Phillies imploded. Yeah, the Phillies imploded. The Phillies might actually be the case where the team was doing pretty solid and then struggled going into the July 31st trade deadline and didn't do anything, and the team just tanked after that point. That team could have used a, uh, a, a lightning rod, and they didn't get it from their front office, and they folded. Uh, B. DeRuz89 says, anybody else win their fantasy league? I'm pretty pumped about it. To all of our people who have won the fantasy league, I raise my glass. You're the best. Congratulations on your victories. Oh, let's see. Uh, so, one thing I want to say real uh, Hold on. We got a lot of questions. I'm going to get caught up. How are the hemorrhoids treating you tonight? Well, you know, Charlie, um, boy, they feel good. I like to rock back and forth on them. And uh, I've been icing them and then putting heat on them and just hoping that they explode. Carlos is super underrated when it comes to the Cardinals MVP talk. Yeah, and he came in at an important time uh, and really solved the bullpen issue. That might have been a huge issue. 70s Bush, where is Edmund batting when Wong comes back? Uh, again, I think you put him... Again, if, if it depends on the young. Like, you give the young a second to heat up. To me, you know, I'm doing... Uh, well, it depends on Wong's hammy, too. I think you can make the argument that you do Fowler, Edmund, Goldschmidt, uh, Ozuna, Yachty. And then if Wong's hammy is a little rough, you could do the young Wong. Uh, but that's that's the direction I would do. I'd want to see what Wong's hammy looks like. Uh, and if not, then I'm putting in 6th or 7th. Oh, boy. We got to light down. Light down. Sorry, guys. My apologies. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Hi, Kyle. What's up, Graham? I love you, buddy. Sam Smith says, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Tommy stays in the two-hole right even with Wong returning. Yeah, maybe. Matt Thompson says, went to high school with, uh, with Fulton Wick. That's awesome. That's a cool thing to be able to say. Uh, is Fulton good again? He was bad earlier this year. Yeah, he's super talented. Remember, he's just nasty. You know, when you get a nasty pitcher like that, sure, they might not have a lot of success, but then they're the kind of pitchers who can just, like, shut you down one day. But he's been good lately. TBS salivating over the fried Flaherty storyline. Yeah, I would imagine TBS's, the Post-Dispatches, the Atlanta Herald, or whatever the hell's going on in Atlanta. It's a great storyline. Uh, I would imagine every paper in California is probably feeling that way, too. Uh, if Wong is back, uh, which outfielder sits for Eddie? Again, I think it's Bader. I think that that's a smart thing. You can use Harrison Bader as a late-inning defensive replacement. Keeper says, if the Cardinals make it to that World Series, I'm taking the train down to St. Louis and sleeping in your bed with you, Kyle. Yeah! Yeah, you know what? Uh, Cardinals win the World Series. Everybody's welcome to my bed with me and Ashley. Bring, come on up. Uh, I still don't feel like this team has been clicking together yet, and if they do, watch out. From 7 underscore Brent. I think there's times when they have. Like, we saw that when they went on that run in April. Uh, we saw it when they were playing from behind in Chicago past weekend. Uh, uh, they, they've shown it. They haven't done it consistently. And also, like, let's be realistic. 
baseball, the very nature of it, makes it tough to have so many people clicking at one time. So you're right, it hasn't happened. It might not ever happen. There's no guarantee that it will. Uh, but when they've done it, uh, they've come close to doing it. They're a dynamic offensive team. Uh, what's Alex Reyes' 2020 look like? I don't know, man. Hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he's not. You know, the thing we keep saying about Alex Reyes, and if there's something that history has hopefully taught us, it's forget that Alex Reyes exists until he's pitching off of a mound in St. Louis or a mound in the major leagues, if you know what I mean. Uh, what were thoughts on Schultz basically using the same lineup for the last month? I hate it. I hate it. I hate running Harrison Bader out there when he's striking out 37% of the time, especially when you have a 1,000 outfielders. Uh, I hate that, other than DeYoung moving him down, I hate that he doesn't get clever with the lineup sometimes. Uh, but you know what? They got there. It worked. They had a winning record in September. I can't bitch about that. I like that he's not overly reactionary. That's something that I would struggle with as a manager, being super reactionary. Uh, and I appreciate that. I, I just wish, I wish with the outfielders that they have between O'Neill and a Rosarena that some of those guys would have got a little bit more of a chance. But he also deserves credit for pretty much removing Matt Carpenter from the everyday lineup and playing Edmund at third regularly. So while I have my complaints, he also deserves praise for what he's done uh, with the adjustments that he's made. Again, if you want to complain about anything really, as I bitch about Harrison Bader playing every day in center field, is I, I think he sticks, his trust with Andrew Miller is a little concerning. Uh, the fact that he would stick with John Gant when John Gant was clearly not the same John Gant from earlier in the year is concerning. Uh, but other than that, look, I think, I think Mike Schultz is a very good manager. I love how aggressive he is. And when this team is aggressive on the base path, defensively, and at the plate, that's when they're really good. Uh, shout out to Mark for being okay with the demotion and showing up. What, how about that? We were just talking about that. I agree. Uh, it's on TBS. Thank you, Jack. Hudson, Carlos, Michaelis, Wayno for the 2020 rotation. Yeah, I think if you had to bet right now, uh, Ethan Klusner, I think if you had to bet right now that the rotation in 2020, unless the Cardinals make a trade and can make it work, is uh, 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 Flaherty, Seamart, Hudson, Michaelis, and Wayno. Again, I, I, I would be surprised if Adam Wainwright doesn't come back next year. I do think that there's a chance that they win the World Series and he's healthy. He, he doesn't come back. I think if he's not healthy, he doesn't come back. But more than likely, you're talking about the same contract that he had last year. Uh, Sam Smith says, our improvements next season will be internal from promotion. Agree or disagree? I agree. Unless, of course, they manage to trade some of their outfield surplus for Major League Ready starting pitching. Prism 2 says, what do you think, Carl, uh, what do you think Carlson will do in his first MLB season? I think Dylan Carlson is an immensely talented and gifted baseball player. I think he has a mind for baseball that few baseball players have, and most players have a mind for baseball. But I do think that you're not talking about a guy who's going to be an all-star right away. I don't think you're talking about a guy who in his second year is going to be an all-star right away. I think it's going to be a bit of a slow build. And I'm not saying like he's going to hit 250, 300, 300. You know, he's going to be, you know, if he gets 500 bats, he's going to hit 15, well, he's going to hit 20 home runs with this baseball, uh, hit 265, 320, 325, 330, somewhere around there, uh, and have a respectable slugging percentage. I think you're talking about a guy who probably has a couple seasons like Austin Meadows, you know, who builds to like in his second season is hitting like Austin Meadows hit this year. But I think he has a, a ceiling that's through the roof. Uh, and I think you're talking about seeing it in year three or four where we're talking about this guy going to all-star games on a regular basis. 
Uh, what's the leash on Bader in 2020? Uh, look, the Cardinals seem committed to Harrison Bader. It, I'll say this, Kiefer. My impression, my thoughts on the, the leash for Harrison Bader is the Cardinals' leash for Harrison Bader would be longer than my leash for Harrison Bader. Uh, Mound pick is on Cardinals' Facebook page. Awesome. Oh, I love ghosts. I'm sorry, Kiefer. I'm sorry. So the official dogs of Prospects After Dark are now Ghost, uh, Megan's dog Roland, who I love too, and also Dayton from Blog of Their Own. But in the hierarchy, like it's Dayton as a gold medal winner, Ghost as a silver, and Roland, who I that's just the cutest dog on earth, uh, as the the bronze medalist. Anyone have a scoop on what the new Big Mac land sign looks like? I don't have the slightest idea. How about Edmund in center field? Look, he can play center field, but how about Edmund at third or short or second on a semi-regular basis? He can play right field. He's fine out there. He's made some good plays. Uh, he threw a guy out at home on what might have been one of the worst sends since uh, uh, Maloney was the uh, third base coach in St. Louis. Uh, but uh, let's keep him in the infield because that's where he's good. Uh, it's weird that we still need a lefty bat. LOL. Seems like that's a goal every offseason. It's because it isn't easy to find. And most of the time, the lefty bat you're looking for, because of the way the Cardinals are, is you're looking for a lefty bat on the infield, and that's even harder to find. Uh, and that's part of the reason why the Cardinals made the trade uh, for Connor Capel and Jan Torres uh, for Oscar Mercado. Now, Torres is a right-handed swinger, Capel is a left-handed swinger, and it's part of the reason why they made so many trades over the last couple of years trying to get a left-handed hitting outfielder. Uh, I really like the idea of not losing baseball in October, or I agree. Let's see, we got the shirts off. Please put your shirt back on, says Dregman. Can this day get any better? Yeah, it absolutely can. Let's be honest, biggest fluke of the longest time was the 2015 World Series in general. Uh, Jay Matt Mart was incredible in the celebration. Yeah, uh, Mr. Hicks, th that was the funniest thing. He was yelling, and he was saying crazy stuff, and he was hilarious, and I'm glad you got to be a part of it. Uh, again, I'm going to go... I'm going to go to my drink here and just cheers Mr. Hicks one more time and the Hicks family. I love you guys, and I'm so glad you got to experience that. I hope you're having a wonderful time in St. Louis. I'm so glad you're here, and hopefully Jordan's doing well, and I just love you guys. I don't know what else to say. Uh, the Madden-Theo press conference was so weird, I didn't get to see it. Uh, shirt on, shirt on from Sweaty Teddy. Philly's never had a bullpen. That has a lot to do with it, too. Cheers to not picking 19th in the upcoming draft. Yeah, so for Brian uh, J underscore 5... The Cardinals will be selecting 21st uh, in the draft, unless they win the World Series, right? And then they're at the end. Uh, Miss Miranda says, I hope Edmund does something to make Braves fans throw stuff on the field. That'd be cool. I'm about that. Uh, intern Maddie, I came really close to winning my fantasy league, but the Trout injury tanked my chances. That's tough, inter Intern Maddie. I would imagine nearly every team out there that had uh, Mike Trout was in pain when his season ended. Uh, let's see. I have nightmares about Flaherty not being himself in the playoffs. We are depending on him from uh, Notorious Panda. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, the, the, the Cardinals need Jack Flaherty to pitch the way that he's capable of, but he hasn't given us a reason not to. And I also think, again, like we, we talk about the Cardinals run in 06. We talk about the run in 11, and we say, the, uh, magical run, anything could happen. Again, in 11, we ignored the team got healthy, and it was just a really, really talented and good team that was healthy at the right time. But don't be surprised if somehow this really talented and young bullpen, if Flaherty has to go four innings, or Hudson and Flaherty go four innings back-to-back, -back, like all of a sudden we're like, wow, these guys are doing their thing. I could see that happen as, just as easily as I could see them all sucking. Uh, it's tough. It's the playoffs. It's going to be a lot to deal with, but we're going to get to see it. Uh, but that's a good point, Notorious Panda. Uh, wait, so are you going to pop champagne now? I am not going to sh pop champagne. I don't, have, I don't have any champagne here. Uh, we're all shirtless from VHS. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you guys haven't taken your shirt off yet, do it. Uh, would we be the NL? Would we be from Prism Two? Would we be the NL Central champs if the Cubs use Hendricks and Darvish? Maybe, potentially, probably. I'll tell you what. I was really in, probably not Darvish because he looked filthy last weekend. Uh, I was really encouraged by what I saw out of the Cardinals' approach of Ken, of Hendricks. I thought that like they were just a little bit more patient. They they had a better idea of what and how his pitches were going to break. And they laid off of him, which forced him to throw fastballs, and they were able to get like throw stuff actually in the middle of the plate, and they were they were able to get to him. So I think that they still make the playoffs. I think they still win one of the three games. Uh, I still think they win the Central Division. Yeah, I do. Uh, went to high school with Peter Fairbanks of the Rays. That's cool. That is cool. The the Stuart Big ninety nine. That's pretty cool. Has anyone mentioned the fact that you met Falk and were the main feature in an official hype video from Josh? Yeah, that's a whole funny story. Uh, my brother Scott and I were racing up and down stairs at Enterprise uh, trying as I was trying to trip him, and then we were racing, and then we got into an elevator, and there was Justin Falk, and then all of a sudden I'm in a video. My life's weird, you guys. I don't even know what to say. Uh, Zach Gurton says, late to the party. Hello, Zach. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. If you're just joining Prospects After Dark right now, welcome. Take your shirt off. Get a drink. Let's have some fun. Let's celebrate the Cardinals are the 2019 National League Central Division champion. We have a guaranteed playoff series ahead of us. Uh, to the Cardinals, we raise our amazing glass of caramel apple sangria. Could you beat the freeze? Absolutely not. Uh, Charlie says, what's the probability of a Cards Brewers NLCS? I'll say six. Uh, Rumsfeld, uh, 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 Matt Rumler says, Division champs and Leonardo, Leandro is still a stud of a man. There we go. There we go. Uh, where would you bat David Freeze in the lineup in the playoffs? Lead off, baby. Lead off. Get that magic out of the way and uh, de demolish the, the competition from the get-go. J.K. Dunn says, who all would you say is gone from the current 40-man this offseason? I think Ozuna's gone. I think Waka's gone. Uh, Mayors, Mayors probably... Uh, the Cardinals have a decision they have to make with Sosa. Uh, I think I think all of those outfielders stay as crazy as that sounds unless they get traded. Uh, and, you know, they only really need to add Montero, and they might not even need to add him if he keeps having a bad Arizona Fall League. I can't imagine anyone taking uh, a 25-man spot for him right now and Westbrook. So uh, that's my thought is I, I think that just with the two guys that you guarantee are going to come off, well, Weeders too, because the Cardinals are going to re-sign Weeders, I would suspect. I would expect... Weeders to go sign somewhere else and be a, at least a partial starter somewhere. Uh, so Weeders, Ozuna, and Waka are for sure coming off. Wayno's coming off, but again, I'd be surprised if he doesn't come back next year short of an injury or winning the World Series. Uh, so those are my three for sure, and then anything could happen with that. The Cardinals have a... Well, no, because I think the Cardinals are going to get a fourth option year on Sosa. I could be wrong about that. And if the Cardinals get a fourth option year on Sosa, then they don't have a 40-man uh, roster decision to make. Wondering if we get Nick Markakis out more than once this series. God, you know, that's it's always a guy like Nick Markakis, a guy who's been in the leagues for 15 years, 14 years, however long Markakis has been in the league for, 13 years, uh, that ends up doing a lot of damage to the Cardinals in these situations. VHS says, Pat is like 3 a.m. bar that all the other bartenders in the area go to after close. I like that. Speaking of which, I this is a bit of a humble brag. Last night, Ashley and I went to the Cardinal game. Uh, and I got to meet one of my favorite people in the St. Louis media scene. Uh, he's, he's on KMOX. He does total information AM, mostly, I think, Tuesday through Friday now, because he does sports on a Sunday morning uh, on Sunday. I got to meet Tom Ackerman. Uh, I had a great conversation with Tom, who had to deal with me 
uh, uh, talking nonstop uh, when all he wanted to do was watch the game, and he was kind enough to sit there and hear me jabber on and on and on. And so I'm going to raise my glass of 15-year McAllen uh, to Tom Ackerman, who I know watches Prospects After Dark once in a while. I am flattered that you watched. I was even more humbled to have had the conversation with you. It was awesome to sit there and talk with you and Ashley during that. Uh, Tom Ackerman is a true gentleman. He's a great baseball mind. And uh, I am so grateful that he's part of our little community in whatever capacity he chooses to be a part of our community. And that he was kind enough to share some of his free time with me on uh, Saturday night. So to Tom Ackerman, I raise my glass of 15-year McAllen. Awesome stuff. What an awesome community we have, guys. Uh, Gould has said that the Cardinals are big on Cole. That was a couple months ago. Yeah, they're big on him. But I can't imagine without subtracting a substantial amount of cash that the Cardinals would bring him in. I, again, the Cardinals projected uh, salary for next year is like 165, 175. It's the, almost the exact same. It's like a million less than what they spent this year. So I can't, I can't imagine it happening uh, unless like Wayno walks. Because remember, they spent ten million dollars on Wayno once Wayno's. Uh, numbers vested. I just can't imagine it happening. I'm sure they're high on coal. I can't imagine it happening. It doesn't mean it won't, but I can't imagine it happening. Uh, April likes the episode of Pad where you have no shirt. Yeah, that's happening right now. Uh, how about this? I'll take my shorts off too. <sighs> Let's take these things off. What do you say? Shorts off, box of briefs on. Uh, you're the best dude. Bottoms up. Bottoms off. Uh, do you believe the Manfred wants to go back to old baseball to cut down on strikeouts? I think Manfred wants to go back on wants to go back to a, something that's similar to an old baseball. So let me take a step back. It was announced earlier in the week that Rob Manfred and the owners, the GM office, is starting to come around and recognize that something is different with the baseballs. You know, the All Star Game is saying, no, nothing's different. They're just manufactured uh, more efficiently. It was the same story we got from Bill DeWitt III on Blogger Day. Well, now they're starting to say, yeah, there might be something wrong with the balls. We're actually going to take a real look at them. I think what's happening is I think that they're, they they feel the heat from all of us saying, hey, you know what? This baseball is jacked up. Minor league home runs went up 54% last year. Uh, something is wrong here. And I think it's more just trying to respond to the backlash than anything. You know what's going to be hilarious is that ball is going to weigh three pounds next year and no one's going to be able to throw it and no one's going to be able to hit it and offense is going to go down the drain and no one's going to know what to do uh, because they're probably going to overcorrect and do it wrong. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think it's really, really interesting and I don't think it's about cutting down on strikeouts. Uh, I just think it's about responding to what's going on. Now, it might cut down on strikeouts. The big thing is they have to, they have to figure out something with those seams. The seams need to get a little bit bigger, uh, cut down on being so aerodynamic. But the way that the pitchers and pitchers' labs work now, I can't help but think that whatever they do to that baseball, the pitchers are going to be able to manipulate. And I don't think it's going to cut down on strikeouts the way that they think it's going to cut down on strikeouts. Uh, cheers to you. Thank you, Roy Mac McAvoy. I appreciate that. Hey, JT Vonderhaar says, Jake Woodford get any sort of shot next year? Yeah, I don't know about in the starting rotation on a spring training, uh, but anything could happen. The Cardinals have a lot of options coming out of the for potential. The Cardinals have a lot of roster options on the 40-man for the potential starting rotation next year if they decide not to move Carlos Martinez back into the rotation. We're just going to have to wait and see. Anything could happen. But, yeah, I would think Jake Woodford gets a chance. I also think Jake Woodford goes on the 40-man, and that helps his chances. Uh, Alamosa says, lefty bat on the infield equals Mike Moustakis. So, this also gives me a chance to talk about some of the things that I was substantially, substantially wrong about. Uh, I was very wrong about Mike Moustakis. I did not expect Mike Moustakis to have the offensive output that he had. Uh, I was very against the Cardinals signing Mike Moustakis. And you know what? Mike Moustakis would have been an incredible bat uh, in the middle of the Cardinals lineup. I was wrong about that. Uh, and I just wanted to say that. You're right. That would have been amazing. That being said, 
The Cardinals just invested $20 million into Matt Carpenter. The last thing I'm doing is giving Mike Moustakis another contract, unless he's going to sign for 5 or $10 million or something like that, especially when I'm still looking for a spot for Tommy Edmond on a regular basis. Uh, also, a lot of left-handed bass costs about $330 million. I like that. Jack in a bunch of numbers says, Hey, Shelton Mysterio. Hey to you, Shelton. Cheers. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jack in a bunch of numbers says, Okay, I came back and now Kyle's shirt is off. Was it ever really on? Uh, Kona Big Wave is bomb. Yeah, that's a great beer. Uh, Luke Heimlich pitching in Arizona Fall League tonight for Mexican team. I don't know. Oh, God, I didn't know that. Fuck that guy. Jesus Christ, what a terrible, terrible thing. Fuck that guy. John G24 says, did Patrick Wisdom ever play in Texas this year? You know, I don't know if he ever got into bat. I'll tell you what, I watched the Cardinals play their minor league affiliate, and he looked terrible. He looked worse than I've seen him look in years. Uh, went to high school with Paul Goldschmidt and Colton Wong. That's funny. Uh, cheers to that. Who are you going to... Uh, who are you going be upset about if left off the playoff roster. I don't think I'll be upset about anyone. Honestly, like, you know, I think if Ryan Helsley's left off, I think that's a bad call. But I really think, you know, between the bull, as long as, look, as long as Mike Myers isn't on, I'm happy. And, you know, I think Jairo Munoz will go with the team. I'd be a little disappointed if he did. But, you know, the Cardinals have a lot of interchangeable parts. You know, Ravelo, Jmart, kind of the same thing. A Rosarena, I, I want a Rosarena and O'Neill both on the postseason roster. I don't think it happens, but we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, I just think there are a lot of interchangeable parts. I'd love for the back end of the bullpen, again, to have Fernandez, Helsley, and Henesis back there, but I don't think they do it. I wouldn't be surprised if Leon goes instead of Henesis or something like that. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Falk will be in Seattle in three years for anyone who is concerned about the contract. Enjoy them now. And the Cardinals, or the Cardinals, the Blues front-loaded that contract too. Uh, so, you know, that's another thing to not be as concerned about. Drake Mann, Wayno is retiring with Yachty. Yeah, so again, I'll, I, I know that the two of them have talked about retiring together at the same time. But I also know that Yachty's been pretty vocal about saying that he's going to play as long as he absolutely can. Uh, I think next year's Wayno's last year, and I still think Yachty has years after that. But we're going to have to wait and see. Ronald Acuna Jr. terrifies me. Yeah, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Freddie Freeman terrifies me. Acuna terrifies me. They've got a good starting rotation. That's concerning as hell. Uh, you know, they're a good team. The Braves are a really, really good team. Josh Donaldson should scare the shit out of you. I know he scares the shit out of me, and on a personal level, too. He's kind of terrifying in an intimidating kind of way. They're a good team. I hope the Cubs hit that overrated bag. Uh, I hope the Cubs hire that overrated bag, David Ross. I agree. Any other pad viewers in Iowa from BR Shuff? Uh, you know, I know we've got some people in Iowa because they've reached out and we've talked to them. Roy McAvoy says, Gould saved a life today. Awesome. We gave a cheers to Derek Gould. A really amazing thing. Really great guy. Uh, last time on your bed tonight, no shirt. What's next? So we did. We started off with the shirt. The shirt is no longer there. Uh, if you were paying attention a second ago, I just took my shorts off. Uh, I've done a show pretty naked, I think, at one point. Uh, Manfred owns stock in humidors. Uh, that might be it. I like that. I'm watching for Kyle to stand up and put the Langford jersey on and nothing and, and nothing else. I'll wear it like a loincloth. Uh, hey, buddy, miss you from Deuce Brewski. Hey, what's up, Deuce Brewski? We miss you, too. Are you and Scott going to Game 3 from Ala Moses, my cousin Charlie? I don't think so. Uh, I've been aggressive about getting Scott to spend a lot of money on tickets, and I'm starting to feel bad about it. Uh, so uh, we'll wait and see. You know Scott. Scott will say, hey, I got tickets. You want to go? And then we'll go. That's just how it works with Scott sometimes. 
Uh, Josh says, this is the first year the Cardinals had two 30-plus home run hitters since 2011 when it was Pujols and Berkman. Uh, that's a great stat. Thank you, Josh. I don't think it will cut down on Ks, but it will certainly lead to more activity on the field, which is a good thing. Of course, Inter Matty uh, brings up a great point as we talk about the baseballs, and that's a very, very important thing for baseball. That was something that Tom Ack- Mr. Ackerman and I talked about last night. Like Motion is important for baseball. There isn't a ton of motion, and when you take like motion away from the game, it slows the pace of the game down. Uh, Mike Moustakis is one of the very few things I was right about last offseason. That's awesome, VHS. And again, there are so many things I've been wrong about. That was just one of the things that came to my mind. Uh, We talked about it on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast uh, on Wednesday. Uh, There's just so many things that I've been wrong about. Uh, And uh, I'm sure if we all were honest with ourselves, we were all wrong. But if not and you're nailing it, then good for you. Uh, is it weird that I take my shirt off when you do when you do these? No, no, no. It's perfectly natural. It's perfectly natural unless you're in private educated Catholic schools. Uh, what does no one ever talk about Curtly anymore? No one ever. Zach Curtly, the utility infielder. No one ever talked about Zach Curtly. That's why. Uh, so uh, bow ties and bullshit is back. How about that? From Jake uh, Dellert. Yeah, so that's the plan. We were I, It kind of came out of nowhere. I'm really excited to be back to it and talking about it. Uh, Jim and being a part of it with Brendan and Moe's algorithm, I love that. Uh, I, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Look, anytime I can talk about Cardinals baseball with knowledgeable, intelligent people, uh, expand our audience, I'm about. Uh, and I love doing it. So hopefully we can continue to bring it to you. Uh, I'll tell you, Jim, uh, Jim Cromer has some pretty exciting things planned too for the future of that particular uh, podcast. And uh, hopefully that you guys are on board for it, and hopefully it's something that you like. It's also something that I'd kind of like to expand on uh, in particular, and we're just going to see what ends up happening. Uh, Turns out you play good teams in the postseason. That's right, Colin. Who would have thought? Josh Donaldson is going to hit 70 bombs a series. That would cripple my soul. Uh, Mark Trayton says, I am currently at Illinois State, and everyone tells me that Paul DeYoung banged a lot of chicks. Yeah, he probably got a big old old DeYoung. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed by that. Paul DeYoung's got a big old dong. Uh, I'm in Iowa, folks. There we go. There we go, JT uh, uh, Vonderhaar. Uh, were there any good... When there are good teams in the playoffs... <laughs> yeah, you open your mouth wide, boy. Uh, Braves bullpen still shaky. Yeah, it can be shaky. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Sorry, I like that. What's the over-under on how many base running mistakes Carb makes in the postseason? I think if you put the number at two... Uh, you probably get a lot of money on the over there. But, you know, if he's only playing half the time and his defensive subbed out, that uh, uh, it might end up keeping it under two. I would put the number at I'd put the number at three and just see what happens. Who are we trading Tyler O'Neill for? I don't know. But, again, I do expect Tyler O'Neill to be on the move. Uh, then, again, you never know what the Cardinals will do. They might go into the offseason next year. Marcelo Zuna might walk, and they might say, well, we don't know what to do next. And they might just bring in... Rosarena and Lane Thomas and Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson and have a big free-for-all for who gets a starting left field job, which is hilarious because it's going to be Tommy Edmond. Uh, motion is the best. Cardinals stealing a base is always a treat. I agree, Jiggy. Zach Gurton says, uh, you can do whatever you want with the ball, but the strikeouts are because of velocity. The strikeouts about are, it's not just velocity. The movement on these pitches is outrageous. It's incredible. We've never seen anything like it. Sure, pitchers have been amazing in the past and, and been able to do amazing things with the baseball, but now every pitcher can do what, like, Nolan Ryan could do in the past. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so incredible now. They're so much more talented, and part of it is 
that they have high-speed cameras that pick it up and they're tailor-making pitches. They're designing pitches now. Uh, it's a completely different beast. I agree with you. It's to, to try to get rid of strikeouts, you would have to limit what people can do in the offseason to create pitches, I think. Uh, Crowley25 says, If the ball is dumbed down, not sure many teams would benefit more off of it than the cards. Man, that's an interesting point, you know, especially as well as they run the bases and where the ball lands and what they do. Yeah, you could be right. You could be very right. A team like Tampa Bay is a team that comes to my mind. You know, teams that don't have bombers... Uh, weren't like the Yankees would probably suffer from it a little bit. I think the Astros would still be the Astros with it. Uh, but it's an interesting part. It's an interesting thought and an interesting idea to kick around. Uh, O'Neal shirtless daddy like yeah we all like it. Uh, B underscore uh, Rick four as I rub my nipples. Uh, can we do a pad from Peoria? I would love to do a pad from Peoria. And look, I'm gonna do everything I can next off season or next season to be in Peoria and Springfield and Memphis in particular as often as possible. I didn't get down there at all this year. I didn't get to any of the affiliates this year. It's the first year I've done it. I haven't been to an affiliate in, since I was 20 years old. Uh, it was tough, it was heartbreaking, uh, and it's something I wanna make happen, and I wanna do it more, and I wanna get out and get to know everyone and meet them and do pads, and uh, hopefully it's something that we can make happen. Tommy hit three plus triples this playoff season, true or false, I'll say false. Uh, Roy McAvoy says, I love bull ties and bullshit. It's the best. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Jiggy says, Flaherty looked bored out there today. He could pitch a complete game in like 88 pitches. Yeah, and you know, another thing that was cool to watch is a Ben Zobris pitch. I love that. I never get tired of seeing things like that. That's a cool moment. Uh, will you do pad more often during the playoffs? We're just going to have to wait and see. This is the first time since we started doing pad that we have a playoff, Cardinal playoff baseball. We might be more aggressive. After games, maybe we go live and we talk about it. Uh, I, we're just going to have to play by ear and see how things are going at work and in my personal life and what's up. But yeah, you know, ta uh, you know, Charlie, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that we're doing more frequently. Uh, a big old the young. That's right. Uh, a Hooks Bear says, I'm here late, but roll damn birds. Roll damn birds. Roll damn Todd. Uh, the young doesn't bang chicks. He allows chicks to bang him. I like that. Jiggy says, will Austin Gomber be in the bullpen tomorrow? He will not be in the bullpen tomorrow. Uh, Austin Gomber has been told to concentrate on 2020. Predict NLDS rotation game by game. I'll say for the Cardinals, it's Hudson, uh, Hudson, Flaherty, Wayno, Michaelis. Now, I do think, and we were talking about it at the beginning of Prospects After Dark, there's nothing more Adam Wainwright than Adam Wainwright finding a way, even though he's great pitching at home, to pitch on the road in game one. It seems like the most Adam Wainwright waiting for Schilt in his office tomorrow morning. I want to pitch game one. I'm ready to go, and Schilt giving it to him. Uh, but I, that's the direction that I would go. Hudson, Flaherty, Wayno, Michaelis. With Wayno and Michaelis, who do so well pitching at Bush, pitching at Bush. Uh, no, uh, well, not tomorrow. I mean, next year. Yeah, he'll. Be, uh, my guess would be that Austin Gomber's in the bullpen next year. Yeah. But remember, also, there's a whole Brett Cecil thing that we're going to have to deal with again starting next offseason. Uh, who do I have to bang to get Randy on the postseason roster from Social underscore Matt? Social Madman, it's great to have you back in here. It feels like it's been a while since I've talked to you. Uh, who do you got to bang? Mike Schilt, baby. Uh, I hear he's at the... Uh, uh, I hear he's at uh, Union Station. Go bang him. Uh, Drake Man says, Adam Adovino's slider is the nastiest pitch in baseball. It's one of the nastiest pitches in baseball, no doubt. Just how much do the Cardinals benefit from that new pitching lab next year? <coughs> so last I heard is that thing was being built. I don't know what kind of progress they made on it. You know, the, that uh, hurricane was supposed to come through, and I heard that that halted 
some of the building progress that they made. I think it all depends on where it's at and its building process. How much do they benefit? I don't know, you know, the Rapsodo cameras, they were very, very slow to integrate into their system. I would imagine it's gonna be the same way with uh, 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 the, the pitching lab that they're building, but we're just gonna have to wait and see. Who are you supporting for the AL? Not necessarily who you think will win. Uh, am I wrong? The Rays got a spot, right? The Rays are in it. Look, I'm, I like the Twins. I like the Rays. I like the Astros. I don't care if the Astros are a power team. I don't care if they're the favorite. The Astros are a lot of fun. They're built really well. I'm a big Alex Bregman fan. So, yes, I'm, I, I don't really have a preference in the American League. Uh, I like the Astros, and it's going to be hard for you to convince me that the Astros aren't going to be there. Uh, strikeouts are due to pitchers being insane and hitters being susceptible to the same attacks. That's a great point, intern Matty. Uh, did Jack fall off the earth this year? I didn't hear much about him this year from Jake Dellert. It was something, oh, pardon me, <coughs> something we talked about a lot. Jack went kind of for an all or nothing approach at the plate, and he hit a ton of doubles and a ton of home runs, didn't get on base a lot, and struck out a bunch. He was still playing his great right field with that cannon of an arm he has. It's better than Rosarena's and better than Bader's and better than Carlson's, and it's the best arm in maybe the entire minor leagues, one of the top ten for sure. Uh, did he fall off the face of the earth? No, but he just became a different hitter, and that hitter isn't on-base heavy uh, or average heavy. Uh, it's slug heavy, and it didn't progress to a major league uh, uh, assignment in September. He, uh, you know, he had a really good April, or April. He had a really good August, uh, and we're just going to have to wait and see what it looks like moving forward. Alan Moses, can you explain to me why the Brewers didn't throw the game before the 13th inning? I can't. Uh, you, maybe the simplest answer is to just keep, uh, uh, just keep continuity. End on a good, a, a good note. Try to get a win. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in that clubhouse. I don't have the slightest idea. I'll tell you what. If I was managing that team, I would have still played for a win. My brother Michael says, "Bring Pat to Portland, fool. I'd love to. Uh, anytime you want, I'm in." A Drake man says O'Neal takes his shirt off and so does Kyle, so Kyle equals O'Neal. I am fat and ugly O'Neal. Ben Zobrist was filthy. That was a lot of fun. Roy, Roy McAvoy says, uh, if you come to Memphis next year, I got your first beer and barbecue nachos. I'm on board. I love it. Uh, that K. Diddy says, anyone have a clue when the NLDS game times will be announced? You know, my guess is uh, that it'll be after the wild card game, right? Is that normally what it is? That way they can... Uh, pick their matchups perfectly. Can Hudson, can Hudson handle the pressure of game one? Look, this is a guy who's pitched in the College World Series, which isn't the same thing, obviously, as the Major League Playoffs. He's pitched in the AAA Playoffs. I think he can handle it. Look, if he just keeps the ball down, he'll be fine. Now, we do have that question brought up because of how he handled being in Chicago last weekend and struggling in that first inning, but he recovered really well. I'll maintain that the reason that he struggled in Chicago last weekend had nothing to do with nerves and everything to do with the fact that the Cubs just didn't swing at a stuff and allowed him to throw balls where that wasn't happening in the past. Uh, that's what I think. But sure, it might get to him uh, and then you have to adjust. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But that's the direction that I would go in. Braun Not Brown says, just got here and I can't tell you how happy I am that you're shirtless. That's right, Braun Not Brown. To you, I raise my glass. I'll gladly take my shirt off for you. Where did Alex Reyes go? Great question. <laughs> Brett Cecil, shit, forgot he existed. Yes, so did everyone. Uh, will you cry when the banner is raised on Wednesday? I gotta tell you, 
I don't know if I'll cry, but I'll definitely get teary-eyed. I almost got... So, Scott, my brother Scott and I went to a... Uh, my brother Scott and I went to the preseason game on Tuesday at Enterprise, and they have, like, a new hype video where it shows them, you know, raising the cup. And, and I'll be honest, I got a little teary-eyed then. It, it's tough not to. And then you see them walk out, and you're like, man, like, it really dawns on you that the Blues finally won the Stanley Cup. And, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'll cry. I doubt I'll be sobbing or anything like that, but... You get one Native American solemn tear rolling down your cheek. Yeah, I could definitely see something like that happening. Uh, again, I, was, I got more emotional on Tuesday night at Enterprise than I thought it would for a preseason game. Just based solely on like, looking around the stadium, seeing the players, seeing the hype video, and thinking about a banner being raised. So yeah, yeah, I'm lucky I'll get to go to that, the opener, thanks to my brother Scott. And uh, I would imagine it'll be a heavily emotional evening. I like the A's. Yeah, I forgot about the A's. The A's are a very good team. Uh, big fan of Oakland. Yeah, there we go. Wow, it seems like it seems like the Pat fan base is the Oakland fan base too. Uh, Pat uh, uh, Pukert. I don't know what that means. In my head, Wayno pitches a gem in Game Five of the World Series and then closes out a Game Seven in extras. That'd be a really, really cool and awesome moment. Social Matt M says, "Good to be here. Been listening, but haven't been here live. It's great to have you, bud." Uh, Bart Lindsay says, don't you just love this for Yachty? He's so good. I do love it for Yachty. You know, I think there might be a bit of a misconception about my personal feelings. Here's my shorts. Uh, my personal feelings about Yachty or Molina, because I'm, you know, I joke around about him never taking a day off. But look, I have nothing but respect and love for Yachty or Molina. I think he's, I do think that if he was a Cubs player, the way that he acts, a lot of Cardinal fans would absolutely hate him. Uh, if he played for any other team but the Cardinals. Uh, but I love him. I just wish he'd take a couple more days off. Uh, I think it's better for the team. But, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And he's zoned in and ready. And he's on lockdown. And I'm anxious to see what his postseason looks like. Because I think he's going to have a great postseason. Uh, the Astros will probably win the World Series. I think that's where the smart money is. Uh, can we get a quick Luke and Baker update? Still shaking out to be Matt Adams, Luke Voigt. So the, the quick Luke and Baker update is he had, <coughs> pardon me. He got on base a bunch in April, uh, on base about as often as he struck out. And then from May until the beginning of August, he was terrible, terrible, terrible. In May, he was hitting for a little bit more power, and the walks were going down, but the strikeouts were going up. And then in June and July, he was absolutely terrible, uh, it, it, terrible. But then in August, he put it all back together, started hitting for power. He had like 30-something doubles this year. He seemed to have gotten a little bit better at first base. Uh, the, other than that, my update on Luke and Baker is he had a tough Florida State League where he still was hitting a bunch of doubles, hit for power at the end of his time and the beginning of his time in the Florida State League, and more than likely we're talking about an offensive surge really, really quick, really early on, playing in Springfield next year in the Texas League. Uh, I expect big things out of Luke and Baker this coming year. The defense still needs to get better at first base. He still needs to get a little bit more agile. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see how that all works out. I will say that, that he's, not a good, he's not a good first baseman. So keep that in mind when I make this next comment. But he went from being a poor first baseman to being an okay, serviceable minor league first baseman. So maybe there's still progress to be made. Uh, is Gann on the postseason roster, Michael? I do believe so. Uh, speaking of which, I want to raise my glass to my brother Michael and my brother Scott. Uh, Scott gave me this mug uh, and is treating me like a sugar daddy. Uh, or I'm treating him like a sugar daddy, but to my brother Michael, my brother Scott, my brother Jim, uh, my dad, my mom, I raise my glass of 15-year McAllen to you guys. I love all of you, and I'm proud to be a part of our little stupid family. Except for mom, probably not mom, though. 
what did you think about the Yachty Hamels beef? Graham, I was thinking about you, bud. Uh, all I can think of is Graham is probably somewhere, by somewhere I mean in the cage underneath my bed, chained up, chewing on a raw piece of beef, probably super horny, watching Cole Hamels and Yadier Molina get into it. That's all I was thinking about. I'm sure that's what the audience was thinking about, too. Uh, Charlie says, hello, Michael. Uh, what's up? Uh, I do not trust Hudson at all from Hayden March. I get that. And, you know, I've been critical of Hudson in the past. Uh, something we talked about a couple weeks ago is I expected him to like revert to his norm, uh, but he hasn't done it yet, and I get it. And you can always adjust. And uh, you know, if you walk out of Atlanta with a split, that's a victory in my opinion. And you're probably going to get a split because I'm hot. That's how high on Jack Flaherty I am. Let's hope he isn't blowing on his fingers for the eighth consecutive start. It's longer than that. Dakota Hudson has been blowing on his fingers since the beginning of the season. It was something he did at the minor leagues. If you go back and watch video of him at Ole Miss. Or no, Mississippi State. If you go back and watch video of him in Mississippi State, he did it at Mississippi State too. It's just something that he does. Uh, well, Quinn says, whoa, when did the shirt come off? There's no telling. I don't even remember. I, somebody took it off of me. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, is Scott going to buy the Stanley Cup for you? He bought one for each of us, Michael. Uh, have you been to Centene or however he's... Have you been to Centene or however he's spelled? Uh, I've never been inside of Centene before, but he seems like a kind gentleman. I got all my crying out after Game 7, nothing but smiles since. I didn't cry in Game 7. When I got to take my picture with the Stanley Cup, I didn't cry. But I do think I'll end up tearing up on Wednesday night. Uh, raise up. That's right, hashtag raise up, Braden Brown. What's up, Braden? How are you, bud? Uh, is Voight playing or hurt? I don't know. I haven't paid any attention at all. Uh, Drake Man says, AL wild card is going to be fun watching especially Morton versus Manea. Yeah, you're, God, man, that a oh, great matchup. Uh, Quinn says, my mom and her side of the family like the Yankees. Yankees with Cardinals for Max. Uh, chaos. Yeah, you know, everyone roots for the Yankees. There's Yankee fans all over the place. Uh, what does your mom look like? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I never see Ashley's shit on here. It just I see people say, like, Drickman says Ashley Crow. Yes. Uh, Wonger back for game one or nah? That K Diddy. Uh, hearing Wong talk in the press, the post-game celebration today, it seems like he's ready. He said something about, like, four days of rest will get me where I need to be. I would expect to see Colton Wong back uh, for game one. And, again, uh, we'll see how that all plays out. But, yeah, I would expect to see him back for game one. Quinn says, Gorman opening the season in Springfield, right? More than likely, I would think so. Uh, he might spend the first month in Palm Beach and then go to Springfield. But don't be surprised if Nolan Gorman is in Springfield. Springfield. March Hayden says, Yankees and Red Sox come to Bush next year. Very excited. Yeah, me too. All of a sudden, I've got hiccups. This isn't, this isn't going to go well. Uh, Roy McAvoy says, where does Gorman start the year in 2020? Well, we're talking about Nolan Gorman. Yeah, more than likely Springfield. Don't be surprised. Remember, so if you, if you use the Dylan Carlson uh, uh, cookie-cutter template, then what you'll see is, you know, Carlson was 19 in the Florida State League. So, those first couple months of the 2020 season, there's reason to believe that uh, Nolan Gorman might go back to the Florida State League and then near his 20th birthday, find his way to Springfield. But don't be surprised if he's at Springfield. It'll, he, look, he'll be in Springfield in 2020, and that's what matters. Uh, I need you to toast Snowbell when you toast the rest of the family. That's right. Oh, poor Snowbell. <laughs> pardon, my, pardon me. So, my brother Michael lives in Portland. And his girlfriend uh, has, uh, and her family have a cat named Snowbell. And Snowbell was viciously mauled uh, by what they believed to be a coyote uh, one day. And Snowbell was a great cat. Uh, so I am. I'm going to raise my glass, my Stanley Cup glass, to Snowbell. 
uh, to my brother Mike's girlfriend's family, uh, and to my brother Mike, and to his girlfriend in Portland, I guess, uh, to baseball. But Snowbell was a great cat. Dad K. Diddy says, sup fam, cheers to you, Kyle. Cheers to you, Dad K. Diddy. O'Neal ripped his shirt off, he did, it was sexy, we all got hard. Uh, Ronnie Cox says, go Preds, and immediately upsets the room. Uh, Christian says, sup. Lauren and I say, hi, what's up fam, how are you guys? Uh, when are you going to get rid of that hideous home plate art? Just kidding, it's great. Yeah, no, I, again, so my uh, Bombs Away home plate art came from Ryan Fisher. I love this thing. Ryan is a talented artist. Uh, next year, Play Bombs Away, he, gave, he gives away plates every year. They're awesome and artistic and well done, and I love it. Uh, LOL, hides my comments for your own good. I like that, that and that one I got. I, I miss fam so much. Me too, Josh. That K. Diddy says, have you ever been inside Bo Hart or whatever he's calling himself these days? Uh, look, so if you mean by whatever he's calling himself these days, if you're talking about Tommy Edmond, I've never been inside of Tommy Edmond. Uh, I've never been inside of Stubby Clap, but I'm not willing to comment on my, my internal search of the innards of Bo Hart. Uh, I really want Oakland STL. Piscotti would be a massive ovation. Yeah, there's a lot of people that would get a massive ovation. One more time, Mr. Jason Hicks is in here. I have a little bit of 15-year McAllen. I, I want to cheers uh, to Mr. Jason Hicks. I love the Hicks family. I love you guys so much. Quinn, uh, my mom from New Jersey, she's justified in cheering for the Yankees. That's fine. I get it, Quinn. Uh, if Kay Wong is back for game one, who starts the third? Again, my assumption would be that you would see Wong at second, Carpenter at third, Edmund in right field, with Bader on the bench, and then in the fifth or sixth or seventh inning, whenever they can sub out Hudson, whatever inning that ends up being, then you'll see uh, uh, Edmund go to third, Dexter go to right, and Bader go to center. That's my guess. Uh, ready for Tommy Pham to make more comments about Rays fans? <laughs> I Look, I'll, I'm here for any comment that Tommy Pham makes ever. Uh, pour one out for Snowbell, that's right. Odds of a 11-0 playoffs... Zero. That's uh, from R. Scott Alliani. Uh, zero. There's a zero chance that they, they sweep that thing. Quinn, I'm a huge fan of the mayor of Springfield for bringing the cup there during my fall break. Me too. Uh, that Brigman jersey better be up for the playoffs. You know, I might I might hang the Brigman jersey. I also have this sweet Andrew Kisner jersey that I, I had made. It's one of those throwback Cardinal jerseys, but it's an Andrew Kisner jersey. Uh, uh, you know, like the Stan Musial one, but I got it made for Andrew Kisner. Uh... I want to get one made for Jordan Hicks. I've got to have a Jordan Hicks jersey. I can't believe I don't have one yet. Uh, but anyways, I might hang something up there uh, uh, depending on what goes on in the playoffs. Can you please do a podcast from Comeback Cards 13? So my plan is, we used to do this thing called, pardon me, we used to do this thing called the Prospect Macarena. It was a prospect Q&A. I would go to Twitter and I would say, hey, Twitter, give me your questions about prospects. I would record the questions. I would record the answers. And we'd make that a podcast where we actually talked about it. Uh, that's something I want to do again. We, With my friend Colin Gardner, we do a, a prospect to be named later. We don't do it enough. Hopefully this offseason it's something that we can ramp up. That's a great program. Colin is great. Uh, you're definitely going to want to be a part of that if we do it. And remember, if you miss Prospects After Dark, you can go to Birds on the Black through iPod or iTunes or whatever and subscribe to that. You'll get Chirps with Alex and Tara, and you'll get Prospects After Dark in podcast form. Uh, but, yeah, if anyone ever wants to do a podcast, reach out to me. I did an awesome one with Kiefer for his podcast. Uh, I just want to talk sports and talk and have fun and, you know, all that stuff. 
what happens if Freeze kills us in the NLCS? Look, we all cheer. We all cheer and we say, hey, we got beat by David Freeze. And it hurts. Damn, <laughs> Mr. Hicks says, damn hotel room smells like beer. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, Mr. Hicks. Hey, are you guys staying at the Union Station Hotel? Uh, don't answer that. DM me. Don't answer it to these maniacs. Uh, so Jack Flaherty wins two in the NLDS. Who gets us the other one? Uh, I'll say Wayno in game three. Uh, Brewers Magic Brewers Magic dead, or are they going to knock out the Dodgers for us? That would be incredible. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to say it's dead. I think you see an amazing wild card game between them and the, uh, the Nationals uh, in the next couple days. And, uh, but I don't think it's dead. I just think that like the Nationals are a good team with good pitching, and I can't imagine beating them in a wild card game. But anything could happen. Anything could happen. That Brewers offense can get lit quick, and anything could happen. <laughs> Mr. Hicks says that damn beer during the celebration was so cold. I love it. Drake Mann says, I said Bregman was going to win World Series MVP. What do you think about that? It could happen. And I do think there's an argument to be made that Alex Bregman is the American League MVP. And again, I understand no one is as good as Mike Trout. He deserves every award ever created for anyone in the history of the world. I get it. Uh, but if it wasn't for Mike Trout, then yeah, I'd probably give it to Alex Bregman. Carlos is definitely a starter next year, right? I think that's the Cardinals' philosophy. I think that that's ideally what they would like, but I think that circumstance will dictate it. Uh, I feel like I'd love to work with Kyle in any capacity, clothing optional, of course. Intern Maddie, look, talking to you and uh, just uh, meeting you, I'd love to do a podcast with you in any capacity. We could do a baseball, uh, hockey thing with you. I, I'd love that, man. You're a gentleman, and it was a pleasure meeting you and talking with you in any capacity. Look, I want this. So here's my thing. And this won't come as a surprise to anyone. I want Prospects After Dark to be a prominent community. I love what we've cultivated here. Again, I'm a part of it, but you guys have cultivated it. I want it to continue. I want it to grow and I want it to be bigger because I think it's healthy and I think it's good for everyone to be involved in. So any way that we can expand our culture, uh, I, I think it's a positive. Uh, let's see. Ashley says he wants to get ice cream tomorrow. Jason, I guarantee it. That's actually a fact. Uh, Mike Trout might pull into a tie for the team lead for MVP this year. Oh, shit. You're caught up. I'm caught up. How about that? Yeah, we're finally caught up. It only took uh, an hour and 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, Pat Hats in stock again soon. I haven't checked in weeks. Cardinals gifts will make a note. We're going to do another line of Cardinal of uh, Prospects After Dark attire, and hopefully the shirts will be there. Uh, Social Matt M says, Red Sox going to cut payroll this offseason. What would you offer for Mookie? You know, the thing about offering uh, a trade for Mookie Betts is it would have to be elaborate and it'd have to be involved. And I, like sitting here and trying to riff on it, I can't even begin to like I, uh, to think. You would think that the, the, the Red Sox, again, it's not what I would offer. What would the Red Sox want? They'd want Gorman. Uh, they'd want Carlson. They'd probably want another major league ready pitcher, uh, if not one that's already in the rotation. They'd probably want another major league ready pitcher and probably another piece on top of that, and they're probably going to get it from someone, so you'd have to match that. I don't think the Cardinals have it. I don't think they can make it happen. You're not talking about like a Jim Edmonds where a guy's coming off of a bunch of surgeries uh, and, and is has a bunch of questions. You're talking about Mookie Betts. I don't think the Cardinals can make it happen, and honestly, I don't. I would want them to try to make it happen, but I don't know how they do it. I just don't know how they do it. And, and you would have to offer so damn much. Uh, Drake Mann says, it's amazing how Charlie Morton really changed his career just by throwing his curveball more. But he was another guy, right, who increased his velocity just a little bit, too. Started throwing his curveball more and also invested into, like, the RPMs. Like, 
and and how to augment that pitch. Uh, that's you're right about that. It's amazing. Are you concerned Petrangelo is walking after this year? I wouldn't say concerned. Look, I I have a, a whole philosophy in all of sports, and it's you don't pay for guys past thirty. That's part of the reason why I wasn't all about signing Goldschmidt super early to a long-term contract. Although I still think it was a good deal. It was the right move to make when they finally did sign him. Uh, I just don't think you do it. It was why, like, why I could justify giving the ridiculous contract to Bryce Harper and not the contract to uh, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Because at least you get four years of him at 26, 27, 28, 29 before he hit his 30s and you had to pay him. Uh, so I'm not concerned about it. We've seen what happens when your team captain walks away and David Backus. You can still achieve the goal. So it sucks, and I don't want Petro to go anywhere, but I'm not worried about it. You know, he's not the same guy as he was three years ago anyway, so uh, continue to get better, and that's all that matters. Charlie says, Kyle, you are in bed with April and I. Yeah, you're damn right I am. I'm in, and you're in bed with the entire Prospects After Dark community. Uh, hit me up if you ever have an idea for something, my man. I'm always available. I love it. Uh, I was broke last time you did the shirts, and now I'm less broke, so I would appreciate that. Yeah, I want to do an I Avocado Pad t-shirt. We want to do uh, uh, another round of Prospects After Dark t-shirts. We're going to do the Prospects After Dark hats. And something Gifts and I are probably going to talk about is I want to do a, a Prospect After Dark beanie. Gifts has sent me some awesome beanies. It's not a guarantee that we can do that because we're doing it through Teespring, and that's not necessarily something Teespring does. It's hard to make the beanies. It's hard to make the hats. Uh, but I'm sure we can figure something out. And if not, we promise we'll get you some great Prospects After Dark uh, 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 swag in the very near future. Quinn says, I was broke. We talked about that. Uh, Bart Lindsay says, who is next season's Tommy Edmond? I'll say Andrew Kisner. Uh, who's next year's Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carlson? Who's the next rookie to come up and be a spark plug for the lineup? Uh, uh, yeah, Dylan Carlson, Andrew Kisner, something like that is my guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, AK... And uh, Acne P-Man, I said, I'm sorry for butchering your name. Name the most likely free agent pick up this offseason for STL. I don't believe it's going to be any of the top name. I don't think they're going to get Bumgarner. I don't think they're going to get Cole. I don't think they're going to get any of those guys. I think, you know, I think a lot of their solutions are going to come via trade or they're going to come from internal options. Remember, when we talk about the Cardinals, we're talking about a team that already has $170 million committed to next year, 165. Uh, it's almost the exact same amount of money as they have this year. Uh, they spent this year. So don't expect them to add that much salary without subtracting salary. And the, the big salaries are Yachty, Carp, Goldie, Michaelis, and uh, 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 Fowler. And they're not going to subtract any of those guys. Fowler won't, probably won't remove his no-trade clause. So that's more than likely, that's the team. The team that they have now is the team that you're going to see next year which is internal options, and potentially if they swap some of their outfield depth for pitching depth uh, along the lines. Keeper says, my Twitter laughs out. Did you answer what your favorite baseball movie is? I didn't even see the question, Keeper. My favorite baseball movie is Major League. I love Major League. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's funny. I think it's humorous. I, I think it's a great movie with a fun story. Uh, I'm going to go. We're, we're moving, guys. We're moving. Just stay right there. Just stay right there. I'm going to get the fancy stuff. Hi, family. Uh, my Twitter laps. All right, so, oh, God. Uh, let's see what we got here. The Astros have the scariest rotation in how many years? Uh, you know, I think most people would probably point to those Phillies teams that had, you know, Hamels and Holiday and Oswalt and 
everyone underneath the sun. Probably then, but you know, you still gotta still gotta do the job. There's no guarantees that happens. Uh, don't trade for bets. The cost is too high. Just pay him in a year if you really want him. They're not going to pay him in a year either. No, the Cardinals are never going to pay for the top free agent. They're never going to do it. It's not going to happen. Uh, it's something we all need to get over. Sorry, I wanted to get some more of that fancy stuff because there's one cheers I want to do. Uh, let's see. <sighs> what would you offer Ozuna? I would offer him the qualifying offer and that would be it. He can take it or leave it. My own personal philosophy. Uh, I'm okay with that. Kind of sad he didn't try to meet up at the game. I'm sorry, Mr. Hicks. If I would have known you guys were in town. So I know you DM Gifts and I about being in Arizona, which I was not. Uh, and I stayed out of that conversation because I thought Gifts would reach out to you. But if I would have known, we would have met up. I guarantee it. We would have actually probably got a drink. Well, Ashley and I kind of both felt like shit last night. So maybe not. But uh, yeah, I, it's on me. I am the worst. Look, when it comes to meeting up with people... I am the absolute worst. I have to run into people. That's the best bet to like lock me down. Uh, again, to Tom Ackerman. Uh, I really think the Dodgers are going to lose to the Nats. I think it could happen. I think the Dodgers could lose to the Brewers, too. Uh, but I think a lot of what we're seeing is that a, t a team that hasn't had a lot to fight for, that struggled a little bit and sputtered a little bit in September, that could also just light the world on fire here soon. Remember, we love Jack Flaherty, and they have their own version of Jack Flaherty and Walker Boiler, Walker Bueller. I need an avocado dad hat, please. Oh, that'd be awesome, actually. Oh, I did it again. All right, real fast. I'm going to raise my, my flogging to you guys. All right, let's see. Uh, Kyle, oh, blah, blah, blah. Where are we at? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. I'm, I'm behind. I, I lost my questions again. Is there going to be another... Oh, so Quinn asks, is there going to be another Yachty Week this year? No, Yachty Week would have been this week, right? Or two weeks ago? Uh, I don't think we're going to do Yachty Week again. Uh, we're a disjointed bunch. Does Alex Reyes still play baseball? No, he does not. He uh, He's officially a drug runner between the Mexican border. Uh, no, he plays baseball. He's working to get healthy for next year. Uh, Jiggy says, I read an article about Andrew Miller being an unhittable at 84.95. He was only hitting 81.92. Yikes. And that's why I think that the playoffs, getting four days off and then a game off for travel, a day off for travel, is going to be big for him. That article, by the way, I believe was written by our own Zach Gifford at Birds on the Black. Uh, you should check it out. He also wrote an article about Adam Wainwright and why he's been effective. Look, again, our community is so much better when Zach is a part of it. Uh, let's see. On Angel Rondon's ETA, I think it all depends on situations, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about Angel Rondon pitching out of the Cardinals' bullpen next year with the potential to be in the rotation in 2021 uh, if he stays healthy. Uh, what's J-Mart making next season? It's like $2 million, $2.02 million or something like that. Uh, can you go over the AFL guys again? So uh, hitters, you have Alaris Montero, third baseman, 21 years old, who isn't hitting for shit. Connor Capel, 21 years old, outfielder, isn't hitting for shit just yet. Uh, Kramer Robertson, who's played less than those other two and isn't hitting for shit. Uh, and then catcher Ivan Herrera, 19-year-old, who has a double and like 10 at-bats and is hitting 333, doing Ivan Herrera things. Uh, top 10 prospect in the Cardinals organization, potentially a top 5 prospect in the Cardinals organization. Pitcher-wise, you have the three relief pitchers. Uh, Roel Ramirez, one of the players the Cardinals acquired for Tommy Pham in the Tommy Pham trade. Uh, he hasn't let up a, a run in three innings or two innings. Same thing with Cody Whiteley, uh, and who was drafted by the Cardinals, and Seth Elledge, who was traded for Sam Tuovalala. 
Uh, neither, none of those guys, none of those bullpen arms have let up runs. And then you have Griffin Roberts, who was a Cardinals second-round pick or 43rd overall pick last year. I don't know how that works. It was a comp pick or whatever. Uh, he, he was – he's had two starts. His first start, he let up a bunch of singles and didn't let up any earned runs but struck out a bunch of guys. And his start earlier in this week, he threw three and two-thirds innings, had a rough first inning where he let up a single and then another single and then a double that scored those two runs and then a couple singles that scored the double – uh, and then pretty much shut, shut down the opponents after that and struck out six and three and two-thirds of an inning. Uh, he kind of gets nickel and dime. It's kind of his thing. He also needs to speed up to the plate, but that's our Arizona Fall League. Catch up, Iowa Neck. Uh, Quinn, the Astros could sign Bob Nightingale, and he put up a sub-three ERA next year. I think that's great. John G. says, that was awesome. It's my pleasure. Uh, Cliff Lee, yeah, sorry. I forgot about Cliff Lee, who I always wanted the Cardinals to trade for. Uh, Dad K. Diddy says, Kyle, should I buy us Game 3 Sunday tickets or Game 4 Monday tickets? Uh, let's, go, let's go both days. Let's go both days. Iwanek says, Verlander has to be on the juice. Verlander's just, uh, he's one of those pitchers. He's a, he's a, a Hall of Famer, man. Uh, Brad Lidge is a pitcher, you're right. Is Wayne Miley actually good or is the Astros devil magic? It's partial Astros devil magic. Uh, I've never been a Wayne Miley fan, so I'm going to say it's almost all Astros devil magic. But, you know, people have loved Wayne Miley for a long time. Wayno back next year. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that, again, aside from an injury or a World Series victory, Adam Wainwright is back next year. And even after a World Series victory, I could see him coming back because he's a competitor and he's smart and he loves baseball. Uh, Charlie says, what about Detroit in like 15 with Price, Verlander, and someone else? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I just think that like from top-end pitching talent, you're thinking about the Phillies in 2011. Uh, what's the best Pop-Tart? I like those Hot Fudge Sunday Pop-Tarts, uh, intern Maddie. The ones with like the multicolored sprinkles on top of them, that's what I'm here for. Hey, I've got water. Oh my god. How amazing. Uh, Comeback Cards 13 says, Ozuna definitely improved season, but not worth the money he is asking for. Again, he's going to ask for it. Without knowing exactly what kind of money he's going to ask for, I agree. I just think you give him the qualifying offer. If he takes it at 19 mil for next year, you're fine. You can deal with that. If he doesn't take it, you get a draft pick in return for him, which isn't the worst thing either. Uh, but other than that, I, you know, the smart fiscal thing to do is uh, you turn it over to your surplus outfielders. Uh, Cupcake-flavored Pop-Tarts are yummy. I've never had them before. Uh, JT Frisch says, I left and the shirt was on, came back, and it's off one of those nights. Yeah, look, we're celebrating a Cardinals Central Division victory. We raise our glass to that. It's been quite a few years since we've had that. We haven't been able to do pad since the Cardinals. Like, we've never done pad with the Cardinals in the playoffs, so we celebrate by taking our shirt off and drinking a bunch of great booze. Jesus. Uh, Hennessy Cabrera should definitely be given an opportunity for the rotation next year, right? From Josh. Yeah, if he continues to show that he's harnessing his arsenal and not tipping his changeup, absolutely. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see how the offseason pans out. Again, I, ideally, if it were me and Wayno comes back, I'd do Seamart, I'd put him back in the rotation, uh, Flaherty, Hudson, Wayno, and Michaelis. Keeper says. How do you feel about Junior Fernandez pitching roughly last few uh, pitching rough in his last few appearances? It's worrisome, uh, but I'd still go to him. I'd still bring him into the postseason because that's the kind of arm that can't shut down a lineup. And if you're talking about like bringing Helsley Cabrera or Junior, uh, comparing him to like bringing Ponce, who's only pitched a three inning one three inning appearance in the last month. 
Mike Myers and Dominic Leone, I'm bringing Fernandez and Helsley and Cabrera. Is Genesis Cabrera and Junior Fernandez the same person? Yeah, just throwing from a different arm angle. A different arm. I like it a lot. Could be. Who do you like more, Fletcher or Lott? Uh, look, Trajan Fletcher has... Uh, okay, so Drake Man asked a really interesting question. Who do I like more? Do I like uh, 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 Trevor Lott, who is a, uh, 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 a first baseman slash outfielder that the Cardinals drafted out of U the University of Louisiana Monroe? Or do I like Trajan Fletcher, who is an 18-year-old outfielder uh, drafted out of high school in Maine? Uh, who do I like more? Look, Trey Fletcher is a superior talented athlete. He didn't put up the stats that, that Lott did. Uh, two different levels of raw. Two different levels of development. You know, Lott is a college player who played in the Cape Cod League, who's shown that he can hit with a wooden bat. Uh, who do I like better? Look, if I'm talking about long-term, who has more value to an organization if you were going to trade? It's Trey Fletcher, no doubt about it. Who do I like better right now? It's Lot. You know, I always go with the more, the more sure thing in these, these discussions. You know, Trey Fletcher, Trajan Fletcher is a super talented outfielder with super talented skills, with quick hands that you can see power developing on top of. He's got a big body. He's strong. Uh, but there's still a long way for him to go. Same thing with Lot. You know, uh, uh, Todd Lott, Todd Lott, I'm an idiot. Uh, same thing with Todd Lott, like, he's still raw, but he's developed, and he's further along, so if I had to choose one of the two, I'd go with Lott just based on hedging my bets. But if any other organization, if you ask them who they're bigger on, they're going to say Trey Fletcher, no doubt about it. Uh, I do think that if you invest into Lott's stats, you're, you're setting yourself up for a little bit of a disaster. He did exactly what he was supposed to do at the level he was at. Uh, expect somewhat of a regression in 2020, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Tommy Pham hits a grand slam off Hennessy's Cabrera to win Game 7 of the World Series, and Cardinals Twitter explodes into a thousand pieces. John G, 24. Uh, who will be left off of the postseason roster? Gant and Munoz. <laughs> Pardon me. I think Gant goes. I don't think Munoz does. Uh, if it were me, I would not bring Munoz. But, you know, remember the thing with Mike Schilt is Mike Schilt likes guys who don't strike out. And Gyro's one of those guys who will choke up and slap at a baseball so he doesn't strike out. So don't be surprised if Randy Rosarena goes, Tyler O'Neill stays, and so does Gyro Munoz. Like, it, here's, let me do it this way. If it were me, the five bench bats that I would bring, because I can use Tommy Edmond in a thousand different places, I'd bring Weeders, Bader, uh, again, because Wong would be second, Carpenter would be third, Edmond would be in right, and Fowler would be in center. I'd bring Bader, Weeders, uh, uh, a Rosarena, O'Neill, and either Ravelo or Jamar or Kisner, one of those three. Uh, I don't think that's what Mr. Schilt will do. I think Mr. Schilt uh, will bring Bader and Weeders, and I think that he'll think about bringing Kisner. But I think he'll bring Randy Rosarena. I think he'll bring Jamar, and I think he'll bring. Or I think he'll bring. I think he'll bring a Rosarena. Uh, let me start over. He'll bring a Rosarena, Weeders, Ravelo, Jamar, and Munoz. That's what I think he'll bring. I miss Lance Lynn. I miss Lance Lynn too. Uh, Ozuno smacking, pouring beer on Mo is an all-time great Cardinal moment. I agree. That was awesome. What's on the whiteboard right now uh, from Keeper Dean Roach? I have, so I started doing, remember, uh, Birds on the Black launched on Black Friday two years ago. And I started my tenure with Birds on the Black on that day, releasing the position ranking. So on my one whiteboard over there, uh, uh, I have 
my preliminary position rankings, which aren't near complete. My whiteboard right here, I have the Dirty 35 from the preseason and the Dirty 35 midseason. And then my whiteboard right here, I have my projected Cardinals playoff lineup and the potential players that I might add to the Dirty 35. So that's what's going on on my three whiteboards. Uh, do you think from uh, three-run Jack says, do you think Gant will return to form with rest? I do think he'll be a little bit better. But remember, command's a thing. Uh, and getting people to swing at his changeup is too. Civil War card says, would you take Cole Hamels if he was affordable? Yeah, absolutely I would. And that might be a good pick. And that's an interesting name to keep an eye on. Uh, where do you see Waka going? I don't have the slightest idea. You know, I can't imagine. Waka could be another guy who finds his way back to St. Louis. The Cardinals could sign him with like a one-year, $5 million contract with the thought that he could rebuild his, his stock uh, and incentive-laden it and hope for the best. Don't be surprised if something like that happens in like February. Keeper says, I only listened to the game. I cannot wait to see the celebration videos. Keeper, you're in for a treat. They're awesome. Uh, Mark Chayton says, 2014 Tigers rotation. Verlander, Price, Scherzer, and Porcello. Uh, Porcello, rather, disgusting. Yeah, that's probably it. That is probably it. So my tra cousin Charlie, uh, you're probably dead on. Uh, is Fulty still struggling? I haven't heard anything about him in a while. I haven't heard either. I really haven't, but he's filthy when he's on. Uh, Drew Smiley and Annabelle Sanchez, too. Yeah, what a good lineup. What a good pitching staff. Uh, Keeper says, I bet Walker gets 3-12 deal or something like that for another team. Yeah, I could see something like that, but again, I think it's in his best interest unless he can get like a multi-year deal. Well, remember, baseball's changed. I can't imagine baseball giving him a three-year deal at 12 million, you know, at four per. I think he's talking about a one-year deal to try to re like revitalize a stock with an opp opportunity to gain traction in the following offseason. Uh, K Cope 801 says, uh, might have already been asked, but I'm late to the party. Who is left off the playoff roster from, from K Cope 801? You know, my thought again, I don't know. Look, I don't know what direction the Cardinals are going to go in. With Michael Walker not being added to the playoff roster until the NLCS, that changes the whole dynamic. I don't think we have any surprises. Sure, John Gant might be a surprise, but I doubt it. Remember, we're, you're talking about like the other options as Mike Myers, Dominic Leone, and Daniel Ponce de Leon. I don't think any of those three guys make it on, so I do think Gant goes. Uh, Jairo Munoz is the one guy. J-Mart might be one of the guys, although I do think J-Mart goes. But other than that, I don't think there's going to be any surprises. Uh, Tyler O'Neill might get left off, and that might surprise some people. It wouldn't surprise me because he was hardly used in September for two straight years now. Uh, but anything could happen for sure. Uh, Benjamin Orr says, I just thought I was watching Bert the Machine. Creature, I don't know who that is. Uh, Keeper says, also, Junior Fernandez most likely never got to be a starter, right? No, he's not. I, so the plan is after Junior Fernandez dealt with all that, uh, that shoulder soreness, uh, for almost two full years, he's a bullpen arm. From last I heard, he was never going to be a starter. Yeah, ignore the YouTube guys. Uh, why is your shirt off again? Why was it ever on, Ben? Keeper, are you still here? It's called Stanley. That's funny. Uh, who is the 2019-2020 equivalent of James Shields? No one. Is Nick Plummer still playing? Nick Plummer is still playing. Uh, he'll be in Springfield next year. Drake Man, when I was keeping stats, it seemed like Lott was getting tons of multi-hit games. Yeah, but again, remember, that's in the Appalachian League, and it's a hitter-friendly league in the first place, and guys like that usually do pretty well in that league. Uh, did anyone else blow a blood vessel when the Miller choice didn't work out yesterday? I know I did. Yeah, it was uh, the Friday night game where he stuck with, where when Schultz stuck with Gallegos for too long, took Hudson out too early, 
uh, uh, stuck with Miller too long and then put Helsley in when he put Helsley in. My entire section was losing their fucking mind. Uh, here's How about this? Here's to Mike Schilt, who I don't give enough credit for being as good of a manager as he is most of the time, who I appreciate and I love, who looks like, and Ashley will attest to this, looks like what happens when wind gets underneath a tarp while they're trying to cover a field for a rain delay. Uh, to Mike Schilt, I raise my glass. We're gonna kind of we're gonna see what kind of manager Mike Schilt is. You know, it took until 2014 for us to see what kind of a manager Mike Matheny really was. Uh, those playoffs and that disaster. We're gonna get to see what kind of manager Mike Schilt is, and we're gonna get to see it pretty quick. So, to Mike Schilt, to the St. Louis Cardinals, the front office, and the team, we raise our glass. Uh, Justin Williams deserves a shot next year for a bench spot. I like that. Jay uh, Napici says Schilt loves Bader and he strikes out all day long. Yeah, and that's why I think more than likely if Colton Wong's healthy, you're going to see Wong at second, Carpenter at third, Edmund in right, Fowler in center, and then Bader as a defensive replacement late in games. But you're right. I do have my concerns about Mike Schilt's love for Harrison Bader. Uh, Ashley says, update, it's several blocks west of the red line, so maybe never mind it at all. I don't know what's going on there. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, Brownboard. Uh, how are we feeling about Goldie's slugging potential for this October? Get a couple days, and I don't look. I think Goldie is going to project exactly like he did during the regular season, just over however many games the Cardinals were in the postseason. I do worry because he seemed to really, really struggle um, over the last week, and that's a concern. What's up with Bryce Denton? Bryce Denton is in the same spot as Nick Plummer. Is more than likely both of those guys will be at Springfield next year if they stay in the Cardinals organization through the offseason, which I've been told they will, but anything could happen. Uh, and then they're in Springfield, and this is probably their last chance to make a name for themselves. So remember, while it's easy to give up on the two of them, and there is plenty of reason, pardon me, <coughs> pardon me, and there's plenty of reason to give up on both of them, let's not do it yet. You know, they're both in their age 22 year, headed 23. This is kind of when Oscar Mercado started putting it together. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. But uh, that's Bryce Denton and Nick Plummer. They're kind of in the same boat. More than likely, if things don't shape up uh, after a tough, multiple years within the Cardinals organization, uh, they're they're looking at their way out of the Cardinals organization. Uh, he's on Netflix, a couple of special stand-ups, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Victoria, cheers to Victoria. Uh, Quinn says, the Cardinals won the NL Central more than four hours ago. Should I call my doctor? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Look, you should have an erection that lasts 40 hours in this case. Kiefer says, we're going to get to see Matheny again, too. How funny is that? Uh, doesn't wear a shirt. Not fair. Mathematics should typo. Uh, look, yeah. oh, so Ryan again. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheers to Ryan. Ryan, we're drinking the 15 year McAllen that you sent my way. Uh, Ryan, it was a pleasure meeting you. You're a fine modern gentleman. Uh, thank you. I cheers to you. Awesome stuff. Uh, that's right. The playoffs, motherfucker. Ryan, we made it. It's awesome. Uh, was Delvin Perez a lot better this year? I wouldn't say he was a lot better, but he was incrementally better. He played a better shortstop. He ran the bases really well. When he was at the front of the lineup in Peoria, he got on base pretty well. He's never going to hit for power as long as he weighs 114 pounds. Uh, he needs to bulk up, even if it isn't muscle, even if it's just weight. He needs to bulk up. Uh, but there were times when he was good, and there were times when he was really bad, and he's probably not really a prospect right now, and anything could happen. We're just going to have to wait and see. Remember, he's still only 20. He won't turn He won't turn 21 until December, like December 21st or 23rd or something like that. So there's still time with Delvin Perez. It's just right now, uh, I, again, he had a better and an incrementally a small bit better uh, 2019 than he had in 2018. 2020 could be a big year for him. Could be, probably won't be, but could be.
What if the Cardinals get swept? Then the Cardinals get swept. It's going to suck and it's going to be miserable and Pad's going to be terrible for weeks and weeks and weeks. Cardinal Twitter is going to be hilarious to watch. And it could very well happen, but they're in the playoffs and that's step one. Let's see what happens. Uh, I think if it's a sloppy losses, then it's going to be tough. If they're, if they're losses because the offense didn't perform, then it's going to be tough. If they're just outplayed, then they're just outplayed, and I'll be the first one to tell you when it happens. Uh, T B T Baron 19 says, I know the Cardinals have a million good outfielders, but I feel like we have never gave O'Neal a chance. And remember, when the Cardinals have given O'Neal a chance, he's been productive. Uh, he worked through an injury over his last two weeks before he was finally sent to the IL while he was the everyday left fielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. But leading up until that, he was super productive. And every time he's been used... Uh, on a regular basis, he's been super productive. So I'm with you, and I love Tyler O'Neill. I'm well documented as saying that I think Tyler O'Neill is going to be a Chris Davis type player if given the opportunity. I just don't know if the Cardinals feel that way. And for two straight Septembers now, Mr. Schilt has refused to use Tyler O'Neill in key situations, and it's because he strikes out a lot. Uh, so the question is is Tyler O'Neill a fit with his coaching staff? I say no. Uh, anything could happen, of course. But I also think he's trade bait, and we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Uh, Delvin needs to take the Super Size Me Challenge. I agree. Did the Cardinals pass up on Alonzo in the draft? Look, every team passed up on Alonzo, right? Because he was like a 60-something overall pick. Every team passed on Alonzo. Uh, Three-Run Jack says, will a qualifying offer for Ozuna get us an extra draft pick in 2020? It will. So the way that that works is the Cardinals offer Ozuna the qualifying offer, and he doesn't take it, and he goes to the free agent market, and he signs before... For the 2020 draft, then the Cardinals will get a draft pick, and that the spot of the draft pick depends on who signs it. Now, there's always a chance that he accepts the qualifying offer and he's a Cardinal next year. There's always a chance too that he accepts the, he does he he declines the qualifying offer and he doesn't sign until after the 2020 draft. And if that's the case, then the Cardinals do not get a draft pick. How was your 2019 regular season? How is the 2019 regular season already over? To the 2019 regular season, to Cardinals Twitter, uh, it's been a blast. It's been a ton of fun. What a joy of a season it's been, even as infuriating as it's been. To all of Cardinals Twitter, I raise my glass. We still have one more drink as I wipe my mouth off with my shorts. Uh, Benny, uh, Ronnie Cox says, who is more exciting, Pete Alonzo or Ronald Acuna? Ronald Acuna, uh, for me, I like his all-around game better than Pete Alonzo's. He's a good outfielder. Good base runner, fast player, more exciting in the traditional sense. But, like, Pete Alonso hits a bunch of monster shot home runs, and that's exciting, too. O'Neal for Mookie straight up. Yeah, absolutely, Quinn. Let's get it done. Uh, good analysis. Thank you. Uh, that's. I hope you enjoyed it. John G24 says, uh, Matheny made the World Series in year two. We shouldn't anoint Schilt. I agree. I agree. And that team in 2013 was better than the team in 2014. And that's kind of what I mean, like, when you talk about Schilt. Or when you talk about Matheny, like, finally getting to see, like, we saw, we, we had inclinations and hints, especially as he pitched to David Freeze in 2013, but then we saw, like, the worst of Matheny in 2014. So I think we're going to start to get an idea of exactly what kind of manager uh, Mike Schilt is and his sustainability uh, here in the next couple weeks. Uh, Hail Mary coming in this Cowboys game. I like it. I'm all about that. Drake Man, uh, Ozuna is going to Cleveland. That'd be interesting. Uh, cheers to you. 
Ah, hold on. All right, so real fast, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my little flag in here to my pad people who are amazing. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the amazing regular season. Thank you for the continued support. Uh, our community is amazing and it's wonderful. And people talk about it a lot in the media. Uh, I, I, something Tom and I, Mr. Ackerman and I talked about yesterday. Uh, people like our our community is aware and it's strong and it's respectful and I love it and I'm forever thankful to you. So I'm gonna cheers you, but I'm also gonna cheers you with my birds on the black family. Uh, Stu Styles, who does the amazing recaps. Tara Wellman and Alex Crisafuli, who do chirps. Tara does amazing other work too. Um, and Chill, Ben Saruti, Zach Gifford, who's been writing. Uh, SL Cup of Joe, who is still part of our family, even though he's at the end and has been writing for The Athletic. Uh, Adam Van Grack. Uh, Chuck Brownson, who God only knows what the hell's going on with him. To all of you, my pad people and my birds on the black family, I raise my glass. But that brings me to my last cheers of the night. My last cheers of the night of our 15-year McAllen uh, goes to Cardinals Gifts. Now, with Cardinals Gifts, we're also going to cheers my brother Michael and Scott and Jim, my dad and sort of my mom, uh, my girlfriend Ashley, and also friggin' cards. But to Cardinals Gifts, look, uh, as we talk about our PAD community, our PAD community is nothing without Cardinals Gifts. He is the fundamental building block of all things positive in Cardinal Universe. Uh, he and C70, I'll say it until the day I die, that Cardinals Gifts and C70 are the two good things about Cardinals Twitter, regardless of all the other bullshit that happens all the time. Uh, without Cardinals Gifts, I wouldn't do. I would not be doing Prospects After Dark. We would not be selling merchandise. I wouldn't even be writing anymore. Uh, Cardinals Gifts is an amazing human being who I love with all my heart. And as he cheers me, uh, I have to cheers him. Uh, again, I, you know, my family, uh, uh, his family, uh, Mr. Hicks, who's still in here, who I love, who's part of our collective family. Uh, I raise my glass to all of them. But again, there isn't a person more worth of a toast in Cardinals Twitter maybe other than C70, than Cardinals Gifts. And buddy, I am forever grateful to you, I'm ever thankful to you, and I appreciate your friendship over these last couple years. Uh, as we enter the playoffs, uh, just thank you, man. Thank you. This is gonna be an exciting time, and I promise I'm gonna do Pat as often as I possibly can for you, bud. Uh, but to you, I raise my glass to Cardinal Gifts. All right. Uh, Josh says, if Ozuna doesn't come back, we should all just appreciate the wonderful person he is. I love Ozuna. He's goofy. You hit the nail on the head with the Brevia robe. Uh, how funny is that? Cheers to Kyle and Gifts. I agree. Love you all. I'm glad playoff baseball is back. Nick Plummer for Devers. I love it. Imagine a Puig Ozuna corner outfield. would be hilarious. Uh, no Matt Bat. I don't know what's going on there. Plummer for Trout and Odell. You're, uh, Joe Odell, you got it. Uh, Quinn, you're on it. All right. So for everybody at Birds on the Black... Everybody at Prospects After Dark, from my brother Michael Scott and Jim, my mom, my dad, uh, Ashley, uh, 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 Cardinals Gifts, uh, I love all of you. If you are watching this, if you are listening to this on the podcast, you are part of the Reese Resistance. Uh, uh, as always, family, it's a pleasure to do Prospects After Dark. Uh, we've got plenty more in us as we approach the playoffs. We're going to have some merchandise coming your way. Uh, I, I thank you so much for being a part of our family, uh, a part of our community. Uh, again, if you watch this, if you're listening to this, you're part of the resistance. Uh, and as always, family, happy hunting. Let's win a World Series. Fuck it. Who cares?